gotta turn it up a little bit. Let's reenact the scene real quick at the Bumby residence when them Jack boys tried to pull up on me. Okay, that didn't sound good at all. Y'all, sorry, we still in the damn uh, uh, bootleg studio trying to make this work. Um, but yeah, fuck it, whatever. I was I was trying to bump in. Y'all, if y'all didn't hear, uh, Bum B shot at somebody who was trying to uh, rob him at his residence. And I was trying to bump in with some uh, UGK and then splice it in with some gunshots. And it's not a funny situation, but I just thought the... Uh, it would have been a funny bit, but it ain't because yeah. we can't even hear the shit. So whatever. <laughs> uh, can y'all can y'all really believe the violence in the world today, where somebody tried to pull up on Bum B? First of all, I don't know. I guess because I see Bum B on his Colgate commercial. Yeah. That I forgot Bum B was about that life. <laughs> you forgot he was a rapper. It's <laughs> because yeah. he did rapper. one commercial. I mean, I've I mean, seen him Chris out. Brown was in Doubleman commercials too. So let's not they act like those. Huh? They pulled those. Yeah, after he beat a bitch, but uh, that's all the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think we were getting into this so hey, soon. Oh, you didn't think so? Think it's, so. it's all day with Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, are y'all are y'all surprised? Because I think people do kind of uh, if somebody is is viewed in a certain way, they forget how they grew up. Yeah. Like Bum B is still somebody you know who grew up in Port Arthur, Texas. Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of surprised that people thought he was just soft. No, nah, I wasn't surprised, but in this day and age, you see a lot of rappers get they skirt pulled down pretty yeah. much, or pulled, however you say it. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's good to see like a rapper really like living up to the shit he do. He not no sucker. Yeah, because it's like I said, it's a lot of rappers that get robbed, they get beat up. Some actually. Get their home invaded and t- to the point where they tied up and beat up. Yeah, it happened with Rich the Kid. So uh, it was kind of like a wow, like Ashley, a rapper, a rapper, um, Ashley shot somebody that was trying to rob him. <laughs> so I think that was the more surprising thing. I think the surprising thing was the fact that his wife just so openly answered the door that early in the morning. I heard they were expecting a delivery or something. Oh, and I also heard it was somebody it. that they might have known too. Oh, so it could have been that. I, the report I read didn't say that they were expecting it. She just thought it was a delivery. But I was wondering why she would think it was a delivery that early in the morning. I assume they live in a nice neighborhood, mm. and they usually don't have to worry about things like that. That's true. So yeah. that could be it. And I also heard that it might have been somebody they knew too, because usually that's how home invasions go. It's yeah. somebody you know. <laughs> coming in and, and they know you when you're usually out of the house yeah and they probably thought bun was out the house mm-hmm. and he was actually upstairs with that thing on him so <laughs> yeah <laughs> shout out to bun b glad he's safe glad his wife is okay glad yes. you know everything's okay with him and hopefully we get him on a podcast one day we'll, we'll see yes but let us go ahead and introduce the podcast as we always do this is the Gems and Juice podcast, of course, and my name is Ryan Rocket. You can find me online at the Ryan Rocket on Twitter and at Ryan.Rocket on Instagram. I'm also joined by the lovely Jasmine. Hello. Jasmine, how you been, girl? I'm good. Today was a nice Friday. Okay. Really non-stressful Friday. Okay. So. How's your whole week been? 
Uh, it's been good. Are it you... went by fast. It went by kind of fast. I would say I didn't go to work on Monday. I was sick. So okay, mm. do you still make it for Ab Day? You said what? Ab Day. Workout girl, it? Oh. get it, get it. <laughs> I, Let's get into that real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so you were on the, you and Figgy went to the uh, Joe Budden podcast, yeah. the live show that was here yeah. in Houston. Jack Freeman, by the way. And uh, you, up, were, you, were, you were pulled for a uh, a question mm-hmm. and they shouted you out. You you had the, what, what was that you were wearing? I had I just had on a crop top because I never wear clothes. Okay. Um, I'm really <laughs> self conscious about my arms, so the fact that he said something about it, it made me kind of feel away at first. But then yeah. I kind of like whatever, it's fine. He shouted you out and said, "Oh, oh. that girl don't miss arm day <laughs> or half day." I wish we could play that audio, but it it was kind of hilarious. It was, yeah. it was. Um, so how how number one were you nervous asking the question? Uh, kinda. Okay. Kinda. I didn't kinda. I just didn't know what they were gonna say. Okay. But I wish, I definitely wish after he, an- my question was for those that listen to the Joe Budden co- podcast, I asked, um, where do they find Savon, mm-hmm. which is their like um, intern or I, don't, I really don't know his technical position, but uh, I wish that I would have elaborated a little more talking to them, but I just didn't feel like it was a time or place. Like, yeah. I wanted to tell them we have a podcast. Yeah, pimp the podcast. Yeah. yeah. You got to pick a spot Trying to pour myself out a little bit. Yeah. 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 got to do what you got to do. You also <laughs> took a flick with Mal. 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 <laughs> <It's, laughs> keep fucking his name it's up. Mal. Mal. Okay. A lot of people, I don't know Maul? if it's people from the South that have a trouble pronouncing his name, mm-hmm. but it's like Mal. Jamal. 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 It's just Maul. weird having just a Mal. And I think of when I think of Mal, I think of Mal, like malicious or something like that. Okay. Maybe just me. I think but it's I a, a southern thing because um, Charlemagne had the same problem too. Really? He would say He's Mal. Mal. Yeah. And with, I'm like, is it Mal? With, with Charlemagne, he might be trying to sneak this because he, he don't like Mal. Because they be going back and forth and mom be shitting on Charlemagne. So that might be like a sneak diss for him. Me, I legitimately just be fucking up his name. Really? But um so Miss Workout Girl, do you? I never asked you this, but do you actually work out? I I try to. I haven't in a long time. Okay, but I want to. I need to. Okay, I'm trying so to work it back into my. Spirit. You got skinny jeans, basically. Yeah, these yeah. arms came from my my mom's side. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I just okay. they're just very big. And okay, muscular, and I hate them. Honestly, why? I wish they. <laughs> I wish I didn't have so much like muscle. They're they're huge, and mm-hmm. I just I look manly. No, you don't. I'm about to say, you want to see a picture of my sister? Right. Like, yeah. I, I love my sister to death. She don't look manly at all. Not to me. Yeah. But she like a real bodybuilder. She yeah. really work out. So she, and, and what made it worse, she cut her hair. So she got like a buzz cut and, and she dyed her hair. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of people feel like that's too manly. Mm-hmm. But she like super cocky. She yeah. like real. I'm no you like you look puny compared to her. That's cool. I'm like with she that. yeah. Like she make she she make all of us tuck our arms in. Yeah, that's funny as hell. I, I be envious of people who can look in shape without working out. Me too. Because I work yeah. out like damn near every day, <laughs> and I can I have like fat people jeans, so like I can get swole, but I will never have like a thin ass waist and like a skinny ass. Unless figure. you trying for it. Be. I have to like me not too. eat basically yeah, to be too. skinny, and I'm fuck that. And I hate when people ask me that too because I I get that about you know some people that they don't have to work out, and I don't like to say, well, sorry, I I don't, I'm just mm-hmm. kind of they they be like hating this. on you, yeah. Like oh, so you just it's just your jeans, like yeah. so what? It, don't, yeah. don't, don't. It's funny because a lot of skinny people they will uh, they be pissed that they can't gain weight. Uh, yeah. Me, 
And and the, the crazy part about it, it'd be certain skinny people that eat so much. They don't yes. watch what they eat. They just eat a whole bunch and don't gain not a lick of weight. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I jump off of a salad for yes. a fucking day and get Chick-fil-A, yeah. then I gain like fucking five pounds and shit. I'm and trying to be sponsored nothing. by Chick-fil-A, by the way. I eat you almost every day. Mm-hmm. So You're anybody? trying to be sponsored by Chick-fil-A? Might you know they're well. a little bit of hot water, right? Yeah, you're right. you're right. I don't, I don't know. support but water They, they, they could water. probably use you as their shack. You know how Shaq is sponsoring, like he's the head of Papa John's now after the guy got <laughs> oh. fired for saying nigga on a call or some shit. Yeah. So uh, you, you could be their, their, their uh, female Shaq, I'm with it. Basically. Get them back in the good graces exactly. of everyone. Make them look woke. I'm with it. So, yeah. hey, hook them up with free food. Shit, you get me too. <laughs> uh, Figgy. Figgy. We ain't introduced you yet, man. Figgy yeah. at the Figgy Fig. Nostradamus Figgy. Yeah, because man. if y'all haven't been following on social media um, and listening to the End the Loop show on middays on Sports Radio 610 in Houston, uh, <laughs> my man Figgy, he actually predicted who the Houston Texans were going to pick in the first round. And it was somebody that nobody else in the city yeah. knew they would pick. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, talk about that, man. You're a superstar right now. So yeah, how, how, how'd you think about that? Um. Like, I mean, it's around draft time, and a lot of people go through these mock drafts where it's like, oh, this if this person be here, they should just take this person. And um, for being a lifelong Browns fan, I know that never works that way. Where I, mean, I think every team have a story where they passed up this pro bowler or this Hall of Famer to get some bust. And I just, I just had a feeling it happened with the Texans because – when you look at their free agency, we they had a we we all had a list of people that they should sign, and they ain't signed not one of them. It, all the people we didn't even know about or think about are the people they signed. So I figured it'd be the same way with the draft. I felt like they won't. Um, I felt like they won't get somebody we wanted. I felt like they reached for somebody. Yeah. So I felt like they reached for a, a project type of um, player and t- Titus Howard. So I'm like, I can see. So I mentioned on air that I could see them reach it for somebody like that instead of getting like the the uh, superstar type of name. Yeah. The greedy Williams or the, you know, whoever that was there at that moment. So yeah, I people just, actually thought that you had faked that audio, too. Yeah. Because it was so on point and nobody else thought that that might happen. So, yeah. Negro Domus over here, man. Yeah. So that was my um, uh, day today, pretty much. Yeah. And um, yeah, other than that, the week been cool, man. Just I've been kind of excited for the draft. The Browns ain't, ain't have a pick in the first um, round. The so, first time in a long time, huh? Yeah, since like 2008. <laughs> right. And so, uh, it was. I mean, our pick was Odell Beckham, so yeah. that was about y'all the best. Y'all straight, man. Yeah, y'all, cool. y'all a good offseason, so you yeah. don't need nobody I, in the draft. Yeah. Y'all trying to win now. Yeah. We'll talk about that, all that a little bit later. <laughs> but first, um, let's go ahead and talk about some new releases. Um, the long-awaited, uh, I want to say it's his Schoolboy Q's third studio album. I thought it was... He um, had Habits and Contradictions. Then he had a Blank Face LP. Mm-hmm. So I believe this is his third. No, uh, he had one. Uh, you said Blank Face. You yeah, said, Blank, Blank, oh, Blank, whatever, Blank, blank Face. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. 
So I think it's his third. Who cares? Anyway, his new album came out. We have all been anticipating this release. We have been talking about it, um, how we're looking forward to it. It finally dropped. And I'll let y'all start off on what y'all thought about this. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about the standout tracks and tell me about what you thought about the project as a whole. As a whole, it was amazing. Okay. Um, I'm glad that he took his time. I know he was battling some depression and just going through some stuff mentally, but I'm glad he took his time. I'm glad he waited for Nipsey. Like, this is his time now. And overall, it was just a good body of work. It was very school book you. Um the production was on point. The production was amazing to me. It was. Um, it was really good. Really, really good. Drunk was my standout track so far. It is my standout track so far. Uh, I really... I had to go back and listen to it because he wasn't really rapping on beat at one point to mm-hmm. me or overall to me. And then then Black came in and I was like, whoa, what is this? And whatever... Six Hmm? Six is lag. it six black? No, it's not. Because oh, <laughs> I black. said that last time. We, I call him six lag, but it's black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He came in, and I don't know what his, I want to say it may have been his first bar um, about hitting from the back, and then it like, dang, I don't know what he said, but it was amazing. Like I can relate. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Max. it was it was amazing. It was good. It was a, it was very school book Q. I'm glad. Like, it wasn't too long. It was It was the right length for me. Especially saying that, uh, you know, that he hasn't been here that while he hasn't been here that long, mm-hmm. um, or been out in a while. It was a good length. Um, I'm really, I'm proud. Um, I, I hate to say it, but the chopsticks. Travis oh, Scott feature. Yes, it was Luke my. Warm it is best. my least favorite song on the album. Yeah. And I like it now. It. I will admit that it did grow on me. At first, I wasn't that big of a fan. But because it's Travis, I was like, I gotta like this. Like, what is this? And then eventually it started, you know, it caught on. I it, I can't get it out of my head now. The the chorus at least, but the song overall, it wasn't it wasn't my be- it wasn't the best song. Okay. So, but I I need to give it. You know, I gotta live with it a little bit. But overall, just our first listen, I, I he didn't disappoint at all. So, shout okay. out to Schoolboy. Okay. Yeah. Figgy, what you think about it, man? Oh. Uh, it was good, man. The, the whole album was on point. And now, to be fair, I'm a I'm a uh, schoolboy Q stand. Mm-hmm. I'm a stand. Now, I'm not the crazy person that knows his middle name and all that shit. Yeah. But um, this is somebody I will buy tickets to to go see in concert. Yeah, I'm going to see. And this I don't, yeah, I don't see a lot of people in concert. I don't buy a lot of tickets in uh, for a concert. <laughs> but this is the one guy I will go see, and I have seen before. Okay. But um far as the tracks on the song, I think everything was solid. Um some of my favorite songs was Tales, mm-hmm. which is the second song. And um like I agree with Jazz, I didn't really like Chopsticks. Um uh, Num Num Juice, I still bump Num Num Juice. Uh Drunk. Um uh, at first I kinda cringed a little bit. It's it's it sounded a little too soft, but uh I got through the whole song, I didn't skip it. Uh, Lies, uh, same thing. It, it got that West Coast mm-hmm. uh, DJ Mustard feel to it, but this one I could deal with. This one, I actually liked this one. It wasn't bad. Um, the other songs, I, I really liked the other songs. Um, it was good to hear 21 Savage on the floating song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I just. I just became like a big Twenty One Savage fan now because I know when we start first started the podcast, we clown Jules about being a super yeah. Twenty One Savage fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now but now like I appreciate disrespect. I appreciate him a lot more now. 
And um, what else songs? Cuddy was good to hear a Cuddy song. It's, it sound like a Cuddy beat too. So um, I like I like that song. Uh, I love the the song Water Me with Lil too. Baby. Yeah, I forgot that, to mention that, that beat. One. That beat go hard. Mm-hmm. And um, what's funny is I just I just realized um, Lil Baby and the Baby are two different are two people. Different people. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I know. The <laughs> Baby is from Dallas. The baby, yeah. no, I heard, I heard the baby was from Cleveland, but he was from, um, but he moved to like Charlotte. Really? And there's somebody named Sada Baby too, right? Oh, oh, I, I, oh ain't there? Shit, I, I don't know. I, I know. I asked, um, <laughs> is little baby and the baby two different people? Yeah, it's nah. Sada Baby is a rapper oh, too. Yeah, I thought it was D-A. D-A. Yeah, the baby. Yeah, I guess he um stay in Charlotte right now. But he originally from the Cleveland. Baby. Yeah. Oh no, he's from North Carolina. Yeah, yeah that's what they said. But a lot, you know, Cleveland people. Yeah, they, they say, claim anybody who sniffed yeah, he, the part he was of, born in Ohio, uh, Cleveland. Yeah, gotcha. he moved to North Carolina. Gotcha. Yeah. So, Where did I get okay. Dallas from? Maybe I'm thinking about somebody else. Yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, this was a solid album to me. I kind of, I don't want to go too far because I, I'm kind of on a high with mm-hmm. this album, but um. I think this one is a little better than the last one. Oh, okay. I th- I think so, and I like the last one a lot. But um, I don't know. It's something about Schoolboy Q. His choice of beats, he don't keep it like so trap. Mm-hmm. He don't keep it too West Coast, and he always got like that old school hip hop feel. He still put the samples in there. The one song, um, Crash. Like that was strictly like a DJ Premier instrumental. Mm-hmm. Slow down, mm-hmm. yeah. And like I recognized the song and everything. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know this song came out last week, so um, I heard it before the album came out. And I'm like, damn, is this like a freestyle or something? Because this ain't nothing but DJ Premier. I think it was DJ Premier. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It wasn't nothing but DJ Premier. Slow down. Yeah, I love the ASAP. Um Inflections too, yeah. Um, ad libs, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, overall, man, I, I love the album, man. This, this album I'm playing like every day, okay, okay. I guess I have to be the different one here. Oh, man. Um, I, I'm not gonna say I didn't like the album, I do like it. Maybe I'm just not really in the mood to really absorb it like it needs to be absorbed because I gave it about two spins the whole thing through and. The only songs I really want to replay are the first one, Gang Gang, mm. and the last one, Attention. Mm. The last one, damn near, sounds like an Alchemist beat. Like yeah, it's it super, did. The like last that one was hard, old too. Old school, grimy feel. I he like that. He mentioned Alchemist. In the, yeah, in he did. And I had to too. check to make sure he didn't produce it, because it sounded like an Alchemist beat. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I like that song a lot. The rest of them, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not in the mood to really bump that right now. I don't know, because Blank Face had to grow on me, too. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a huge fan of it at first, but then I gave it a few more spins. My favorite song by him ever has to be a Tukey Knows 2. Mm-hmm. And I was maybe looking for a song like that on this album. And he kind of switched it up a little. I'm not going to say he switched it up. It's still the same schoolboy type of shit. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Um, I'm going to listen to it a little bit more in the coming weeks and, and see how I really feel about it. But right now, those are really the only songs I keep going back to are Gang Gang and Attention. I think those are hard. The rest of it, man, I don't know. I'm just, mm, yeah. I got to give it some time. I got to yeah. let it I keep going back bit. to Tales. Yeah. Tales, um, Attention, Water. <laughs> water was hard. Yeah, those are the ones I'm like, I, I like got on repeat. Yeah. 
and the uh, the the album just dropped today too. Yeah. So that that's the one thing about having a podcast on Friday. Like we only have like a few hours to really absorb yeah. and review an album. You know yeah. what I want us to start doing? I want us to start reviewing the album like a year later. We could because um um like predominant what, albums like yeah so like um uh, a couple I want to say a week ago J uh J Cole album came out a year ago today mm-hmm. or this week or whatever and I was looking at some of the comments because I I, I made a post saying don't call it a classic yet it ain't been out that long yeah people going crazy. And I had a whole bunch of comments like, this is so fire. Mm-hmm. Man, you better shut up and blah, 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 blah. And now nobody's talking about So now I'm like, is this a classic album right now? And a lot of people are like, eh, it's good, but yeah. it's not that. Came and went, man. I, yeah, I think I think we should, you know, whenever an album comes, like Cardi B album came out almost a year ago yeah. or a little over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Like, it'd be cool to kind of go back and really judge that album to see if it's a, you know, do we consider this a classic or okay album good album I think that'd be something fun to do I'm down with that yeah I'm down with that we gotta pick predominant albums though albums that really um, impacted our culture a little bit I say albums not just our faves yeah I say albums that people jumped out the window for first day so like Cardi B everybody's saying oh yeah this is the best I ain't skip a song blah 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 I think we should um, get the albums like that and see how it how well it do within a year we should we could do that um we did that a little bit on our um year-end wrap-up podcast we talked about scorpion almost yeah. a year later we talked about uh the kanye albums the yeah. good music rollout speaking of that should be so, coming up in a little bit yeah we we can go ahead and take like, some uh the end of may push your t yep <laughs> it'd be a year I admit that that left my rotation after a Push while. Yeah. Really? I think the only song I replay right now is uh the one with Rick Ross. Okay. Um Hard Piano. Everything mm. else kind of uh, mm. I kind of I still listen to it. Okay. <laughs> I still listen to it. Like I I really don't skip around to any I mean it's only five songs. Yeah. But <laughs> I go through the five songs like that. Yeah. Without skipping. I gotta check it again. But another album that came out, we never talked about Rico Nasty on this podcast. Do any of y'all like Rico Nasty? I'm not a fan, but I'm hip to her. Um, my sister listens to her. Some of my friends listen to her. Okay. I'm not opposed to her. I just haven't bothered to get into Too her. Too angry my own. for you. Huh? Too <laughs> angry for you. No, she's not. I just, I don't know. I just haven't bothered to get into her on my own. Okay. I. I support women in hip hop, oh, but for some reason I don't. Except Nicki Minaj <laughs> and Cardi I used B to now. Support her. <laughs> um, not Cardi too. No, I don't. I wouldn't call it hate, but okay. for some reason, women in hip hop, I have to be. Someone has to introduce me. I don't just seek them out on my own. Even like Megan Thee Stallion, I think that what the stuff that I've heard from her, I think she's amazing. Like you know, she's good, mm-hmm. but I just don't go listen to her stuff on yeah. my own. I don't you know. can't co-sign a, some, somebody until one of your ratchet friends starts bumping <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm just playing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't know. Know. I need to start supporting women more. I love her, man. Yeah. <laughs> My friend loves her. I, I kind of agree, actually. <laughs> it is with female rappers. It's like, for some reason, we don't give them the... Uh, immediate respect we might give like a new male rapper like Mm -hmm. we have to wait and see if it's hot first yeah and then we jump on it yeah like somebody like rhapsody she's a great rapper but nobody is gonna listen to her new let's be honest man yeah but uh we have to for them it seems like they got to be hot and we gotta they have to have the cosign first before we we actually check them out yeah like rhapsody she is a great rapper 
Like, she's a, an incredible lyricist. Mm-hmm. But do you think because she lacks sex appeal or she, that's not the, like, a demographic that she's catering to, like, she's not trying to be all out here half naked, that she's not, that's why her music isn't doing as well? That's a great question, actually, because I think that goes into Megan Thee Stallion, too. Mm-hmm. I think Megan Thee Stallion is a great rapper. Like, technically, mm-hmm. she can do the double time flow. She can freestyle without looking at Houston shit. And, yeah. yeah. She you got you can tell she is talented at rapping, but she only rap about fucking. Yeah. She yeah. only raps about sex and right I now. And I think that's part of why I don't seek them out. Because when I hear like a couple songs and that's all you really talking about, like not to knock her, that's fine if that's what you're into, but that's yeah. not what I want to hear all but the time. But you love City Girls too, so. But I don't, to be honest, I don't listen to them on a regular basis. Okay. Like I, I don't really care to hear all that all the time. Like That's fair. Yeah. But I think it's kind of similar with like guy rappers too, because you had the guy rappers who rap about positivity. But then you could get somebody like a Gucci man who rap about drugs and stuff. They get more attention. Yeah. And, you know, somebody like a common is kind of like, nah, turn that shit off. I ain't trying to hear all that. Not necessarily because like a J. Cole is not rapping about the same shit that a 21 Savage is. Well, look what he rapped about when he first started, though. That's true. He wasn't super positive like that. That's true. Fair enough. And still, I I still feel like he not that positive, positive rapper. Yeah. I mean, he, he... to me, a nerdy backpacker type of rapper. But if, like, for real, somebody like a super positive rapper who don't cuss, who don't rap about, you know, fucking bitches and all that, they won't get the same, you know, respect as somebody like a 21 Savage. Yeah. People want to hear that ratchet shit. <laughs> With somebody like a Rhapsody, I really don't know because... um Part of me just feels like rap is just inherently like a masculine uh, art form, honestly. And I- I'll admit, like, even I discriminate in a, in a sense because there's some stuff like I any Jay-Z song, even the positive ones, I probably wouldn't feel the same if like Lil' Kim was rapping it. I yeah. just wouldn't. Mm-hmm. There's something about a man's uh, pause, a male delivery on a song, and that heart. Like, imagine, a, like, Rico Nasty, I guess, is the only outlier right now. And that mm-hmm. kind of goes back into the, her new album that just came out mm-hmm. because she's kind of like a female DMX a little bit. She mm-hmm. screams a lot. She has that energy, mm-hmm. but she's not really rapping about just fucking. Yeah. yeah. So she's kind of the outlier right now. But I do think just naturally, we won't give somebody like a Rhapsody a chance because. It's just kind of boring to us. Yeah. Whereas if it's a guy doing it, we might the delivery might be a little bit better, might be a little bit harder, and we might yeah. feel a little bit more. But that really see, sucks, though. See, it's so weird because you got people like a Missy Elliott who wasn't the sexiest type That's of true. person, but she was so fucking talented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think... I think the music actually spoke for her because nobody was looking at her like, damn, she is sexy. I like the way she do this, do that. Yeah. It was like strictly music. And uh, I'm sure you, I'm trying to think of anybody else who, you know, had that same effect. But do you think her camp had a lot to do with it too? Yeah, I I think so. And I think, I think if a Rhapsody had a camp like that, that Mm -hmm. was like, hey, this is the best person. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is, hey, let's push this. But you got, people like you got like record labels and radio stations who don't want to hear that shit honestly and you got people that don't want to really listen to that shit Mm -hmm. i like to see her a part of somebody like tde and see what they do with her or some you know some somebody more predominant than who she's with obviously 
and see like you know how they would market her or see how she would do you know her records and stuff yeah. would do with them. I think you talking about Rhapsody. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think the other thing too. I think the other problem in hip hop is the uh, I ain't gonna say it's a problem, but the um, the um, the gay the 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 younger maze because it's a it's a lot of girls who That's true. look like younger May. With that same appeal of, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a guy, I mean, or I'm manly and I like women mm-hmm. that don't really get that push like that because it's not really sexy. Yeah. And Young and May is probably the closest person to ever get that far. Because people think she's fine. Yeah. That, yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with it, too, because yeah. I don't really seek her music out either. Yeah. Like, I think it's because people find her attractive that they like care that. to you yeah. know, listen. I think I think I think it's a lot. Good, I think but. it's a lot of fake gays too. They're like, oh, yes. she could get it. She could get it. Yes, mm-hmm. but Nicki Minaj um, tried that too when she first came out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's another problem too because you don't see a lot of um young MAs getting that far, and they be talented as hell too. Mm-hmm. They be really rapping. I mean, and and young MA, honestly, let's be real, is a one hit wonder. Yeah, she never had any song that lived up to that first song she put out. I didn't want to say so, it because I see that she's still, you know, she's, she's still, still talented, talented, and, she's still, and she's, still, she's still some people still really like mess with her music like that. So I didn't want to be the one to say that. Yeah. But, nah, she is. Let's yeah. be real. That's the only song of hers that really gets radio play. And yeah. I think, and I think New York really got behind her. Yes. She, New York once they get somebody with a hit, they like, oh, she out of here, yes. and they try to push. Her to the world, like designer, yeah, designer, same thing. And then, <laughs> he um, could rap though. and and now, like, I can't lie, I love French Montana, yeah, like, I Coke Boys, Max B, I, mm-hmm. I love him, but he never really had that. He always come out with a song, but it not to me, it only work in New York. I feel like a lot of people not like, oh, yeah, um, French Montana. Fr-. I feel like it's only a New York thing where people like, oh, yeah, f- French always got a record for the summer, blah, blah, blah. So I'm assuming just, that you disregarding the Unforgettable song because Sway Lee was on there. No, that's what I said. That was the only one. That was the one song I mm-hmm. think that took off everywhere. And that, was his, that, that was French Montana song, too. But, yeah. I mean, he had all those features on there. Exactly. So. The features are what made the songs, not mm-hmm. him. That's yeah. What, yeah, but, like, I feel like New York keep a lot of their people somewhat alive. Yeah. They try. They try. Um, I think they, ever since the South took over, they've been looking for like that new DMX, that new Jay-Z, that new somebody who can restore the feeling. Mm -hmm. But I I think once, I think whoever, it's funny because all the people that do drop, Mm -hmm. they always had like this Southern type of feel. Yeah. Like a, you know, like a little Uzi, like Mm -hmm. a Bobby Smurda or whatever. And they had that one hit. Then they like, oh yeah, they. I feel like they just jump on that wave mm-hmm. and like, yeah, he from Brooklyn, yeah, yep. he from Jersey, blah blah blah. But uh, it never worked out. It, it just like burned out real quick. Yep. I'm gonna lie though. I mean, I'm a little envious. I wish Houston had that same energy for Houston artists, but that's a whole other discussion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I. I did introduce with the uh, uh, Rico Nasty album. I did listen to it. I listened to Rico Nasty a little bit. I think she's all right. Um, This album uh, produced by Kenny Beats. um, I mean, it it woke me up on the drive here because I damn near fell asleep. And it's a lot of loud ass bass and a lot of loud ass lyrics. It's good gym music. I'll put it like that. It's not something you're going to listen to for lyrical content. I don't think Rico Nasty is like a great lyricist, but she does. She's kind of like 
XXX Tentacion on his hype songs, mm-hmm. like a female version of that, basically mm-hmm. on on Look at Me or something. Mm-hmm. So it's cool for you know getting hype moments, something to bump in the whip, but. Yeah, it's not uh, super lyrical by any means. You know but. who was an underrated uh, female rapper? Who? I was listening to her all day um, a couple of days ago, but LaChat. Oh, yeah. LaChat, I feel like she didn't get the credit, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm not sure how she get the credit in the South, but I feel like nobody talk about her. Maybe, I don't know if it's because the way she look, but that Probably. girl, man, her album, Murder She Spoke or Wrote or whatever, that album is hard, man. <laughs> there was another one, uh, one of the mo- more underground famous rappers. I don't know if she ever put out an album, but that girl with Crime Mob, Diamond. Diamond. Yeah. She Everybody so- loved Diamond for that little bit because she had probably one of the hardest verses on that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, every every woman I knew in high school loved them some Diamond. I did too. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't know any of her songs. Yeah. I didn't know anything other than Knuck If You Buck. Yeah, most people didn't. Yeah. But they had that verse memorized. Stilettos. Oh, was yeah. She stilettos. On stilettos. Yeah, yeah, she was. But then, like all that, man, that's another conversation. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Schoolboy Q, check it out. Rico Nasty. I mean, if that's your thing, basically. So, let us get into some topics. We already kind of talked about the Bumby thing, so we ain't got to retread that. Yeah. Uh, shit. I don't even know what to fucking lead off with. Uh, okay. So, we talked about this a little bit before the podcast. Uh, DJ Paul is suing Travis Scott for $20 million. Speaking of three six, (laughs) speaking of three six and LeChat, DJ Paul is suing uh Jasmine's favorite, second favorite Negro next to Chris Brown uh, for $20 million uh, for the 2018 track No Bystanders, yeah, uh, where apparently he lifts the uh, he he says, fuck the club up, fuck the club up. Uh, which is, was used, of course, by Three Six Mafia the in their song "Tear the Club Up," released in 1998. So <laughs> I don't know why he thinks this is worth 20 million dollars, but uh, saw that tour money come in. That's why it, it could be. T- D- DJ Paul did say in a statement to Complex. I don't know why he wrote a statement to Complex, but whatever. He said, "Travis Scott and I have been in touch personally about this matter. He is aware of the situation, as is his label." Everything will be worked out accordingly with proper communication between he, Juicy J, and I. There is no beef, just business. It's bothersome that media outlets would choose to put out any information without getting all their facts straight, which would include speaking with any of us about the situation, blah, 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 blah. I don't care. (laughs) Basically, um, he's just trying to get money for a sample, I guess. I I doubt he'll get $20 but he'll he'll probably get a little something. But, Jasmine, you had a pretty hot take about this. You said that Travis is tripping. So yeah, I um before y'all explain to me a little bit how things work, I feel like why when I first heard the album and I heard that song, that's exactly where my mind went was to Three Six Mafia. So I thought he was paying homage to them. I thought that that was something that he was purposely doing. So I just didn't understand why he wouldn't have reached out to them or why you know they wouldn't have gotten that taken care of before to begin with. So it was just really odd to me that this was a situation. Like I don't know. With this album, especially Astroworld and all the um, the samples and all, just the production that went behind it and how hands-on he was, I just feel like this is a project that he shouldn't have relied on um, his team to take care of. I think it's something that he should have kind of equally been hands-on with 
and made sure that everything was clear, made sure that everything was good so that he wouldn't be experiencing this now. So that I feel like, I don't know. Some people may not have been hip to it, but that's exactly what I thought was 3-6 Mafia. So I don't know why he wouldn't have thought that too and to get that taken care of. That's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Diggy, it is Travis the Vulture. Is he uh, stealing from one of the greatest rap groups of all time? <laughs> nah, I ain't going that far. But uh, I do think that maybe it was like a little loophole within his team mm-hmm. that forgot to get that paperwork together. Obviously, I don't know the insides or on what's going on, but I don't think it was his fault. It was probably his idea. And, you know, of course, he's like, yeah, you know, this be cool. Yeah. But um, I think it's something his label or his management team maybe missed. They probably missed a little thing. Mm-hmm. And now they're going through this. Now, as far as the money, I don't, of course, I don't think he's going to get $20 million. I don't even think the song made that much. But um, he will get something. I think they, I think they square everything out. And I, I, I love the way Juicy J, not Juicy J, but um, DJ that. Paul, um, I love the way he handled the situation. He ain't mm. really shit on him or nothing like that. He said it's nothing personal. It's just business. So I, I kind of respect that. You really don't hear that as often. That's true. Because usually when somebody suing an uh, artist suing another artist, it becomes beef. And for the simple fact, he said he did talk to him personally. And, you know, I guess they're going to figure everything out. I don't think it's gonna be twenty million dollars. Yeah, I think you know. I think they're gonna find some type of settlement where you know both parties be happy, and then this would be gone away. Oh yeah, same. There's a, definitely gonna be an agreement that's made. Yeah, I think a lot of times it's really just business. Um, T Pain talked about um, he did a little media run about a couple of years ago, and he talked about how he was suing. Um, well, it was brought up on the show he was on that he was suing Lil Wayne and Birdman. And he said, you know, it's nothing personal. It's just they owe me money. Yeah. And it's been 10 years. So they got to pay me my money now. Yeah. But it's sometimes it's just, you know, business. And and Travis Scott will not be the person paying anything. It'll be his label. So it's not even a personal on that level. Um, As far as this goes, I I am kind of surprised because. I feel like number one, there were a whole lot of samples on the album. Period. Yeah, for sure. The, the, the song uh, "Sicko Mode," the writing credits on there is crazy. Like mm-hmm. Fat yeah. Pat's family is getting paid off that song. Like so many people, Sway Lee, mm-hmm. so many people are getting paid off that song. There's so many samples in there. Not to mention a Drake feature. Yeah. So there's a lot of splits going on with that that's one a, that's song. That's a half a million yes. right there. Yes. You got two verses too. Yes. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of surprised that this kind of slipped through the cracks because I doubt that they had a problem with clearing samples and making sure everything was laid away. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll get solved. I don't put this on Travis at all. I don't think he really knew what was going on here or he needed to. You know, it's a big, big uh corporate corporate thing putting out an album yeah. and figuring out all these things and no one person can do it alone so i'll cut Travis some slack even though i shit it on him for having weak features now but <laughs> side note though i'm getting ready to go to jambalaya in dallas on friday and this is going to be my last travis astroworld experience so i okay. can't wait to report back to you guys and tell you how great my crowd surf went because it's happening. Okay. Yeah. I was like, well, you, you said that defiantly. No, it's like, happening. <laughs> okay, like, I, I don't have I, a choice I, anymore. Let me tell you what. It's going to be the same fucking show you've seen three times now. <laughs> and it's still going to be great. <laughs> it's still going to be great. And I'm you, and you I'm going to crowd gonna be surf. better than um, World that was here? Nah. I okay. didn't like Jambalaya when it was in Houston. And that was my first time going. Mm. Luckily, they didn't bring it back 
because I think that was a popular opinion. Like it wasn't that great of a festival here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm interested to see in Dallas. Um, it was my best friend bought me the ticket because she knows that, you know, I wanted to crowd surf to Travis and this might be the last time. So, so you are determined to crowd surf. Oh, yeah. You've never done it, right? I haven't. It's on my bucket list. How, oh. how would you fit? Because, you know, like, if you crowd surf, mm-hmm. it's going to be a groping. lot of hands in yes. a lot of different places. That's why I'm preparing my outfit your, now. Your hand, I'm getting my hair together now. Like, I, it's going to be a thing. It's a yeah, thing. Yeah. It's okay. Man, so my hand's going to be between your crack. Let's do it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm doing Somebody it. Somebody grab that hand. That ass, like, yeah, oh. so I just would like to hope that people... Are not that nasty. <laughs> it's a nasty world. Good luck. Good. I, I wish. I wish you well. A lot and I'm of going with a group there, of people, so hopefully they'll hold yeah, me down. Just imagine somebody crowd surfing, and you trying to you end up getting right under them. You mm-hmm. got to hold them up. Yeah. What if it's Chris Brown? Yeah. You gonna grab something? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna grab something? <laughs> Uh, but I yeah, think you only live right. once. I think she'd be all right. Maybe Travis Scott has the uh, respect women audience out there and not the uh, Chris Brown audience. I mean, you'd be surprised, <laughs> though. Like, what y'all are saying is kind of making me nervous, but in the mosh pit, people are really friendly. Like, yeah. you would you would be surprised how, like, courteous people are in, in the chaos and... Mm-hmm. I'm down. Are you okay I'm just, as they punch you in the jaw while uh, Sicko Mode is playing? Oh, no. We're going to be fighting. For the 50th time in a row. <laughs> 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 well, speaking of festivals and speaking of um, just shit that goes on at festivals, Coachella was, I believe, what, oh this last gosh. weekend? Yeah. yeah. Um, Big lineup. Uh, most notor- most kind of notable. Uh, Kanye West appeared. He had it, and we never really talk about this on the podcast that much. But he's been doing the Sunday service thing, yeah. where he just has like a, a church service, and I don't know what that exactly Sing goes on song, here. He just songs. like presses buttons on a, a synthesizer while niggas are dancing behind him and singing choir. Yeah, and he took this to Coachella. Let's play a little clip. Of this. I actually I never watched yet, it. So yeah, let's play a little clip real quick. What this sounds. We were out in Palm Springs and uh, they took us to a little uh, campground, a little, uh, because we were thinking about a little uh, performance in Palm Springs, just a little one. Just a little Then they had a mountain. He had a mountain waiting for us. We had a date waiting for us. I've had enough already. Uh, I guess he was like preaching there or something. I don't, I don't know exactly what he was doing. But usually um, these are just like Instagram videos and Twitter videos of like music playing, a choir behind him. Uh, he's at DMX there. And at Coachella, he had uh, Kid Cudi who joined him. Tiana Taylor. Yes. Tiana Taylor was there as well. I guess that beef is over. <laughs> and um, apparently... Kanye is taking this a step further. Oh, yeah. Number one, he sold merch. Mm. And it was Kanye merch was meant like it was like $50 socks (laughs) and $250 shirts. Of course. That just said Sunday service on them or some goofy shit in some font on some uh, T-shirts you get at Target. So um, the merch was sold. 
controversial because people were saying, you know, how are you going to sell merch at a church? And now apparently he is trying to start a full on church. <laughs> um, a source close to Kanye West recently dis- disclosed to People magazine that he is considering starting a church. The source says that Kanye's church wouldn't be the traditional three hymns in a sermon thing. Instead, it would be a way to point people to Jesus through the arts and through a community of people who love and care for each other. Um, so I- I've heard I've heard theories on social media that Kanye West is trying to create a cult. A cult. <laughs> yes. Um, if you watch these Sunday sermons, everybody's dressed in all white. Everybody. Nobody's wearing anything but all white. Yeah. Um, and there there has been theories that he is start, starting to do some kind of cult-like movement. So, number one, do y'all think Kanye is starting a cult? And number two, I know y'all are a little bit more religious than me. Would y'all go to Kanye's church if it was in Houston right next to uh, Joel Osteen's? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. For one, okay, I have questions. I don't know if this this answers your question, but is Kanye preaching at the church? Does, who is the pastor of the church? It's is not he, a traditional Christian church. Is he Jasmine? solely a part of the choir? Is he solely in charge of the choir and it's just his church because he funded it? I have I'll, questions before okay. I attend. Okay. Well, according to the uh, rollout, unofficial rollout, it wouldn't be a traditional uh, church where somebody just gives a sermon. I get. I'm Mm -hmm. guessing Kanye would just rant (laughs) and then play music, but I don't think it would be in a traditional. I I don't know. It's Kanye. I would feel uncomfortable. Like if that's what he wants to do, I would feel uncomfortable calling it church. Like if if he wants to do that, I would be in attendance just to witness it, but. Calling it church is something that I don't think that I would be a part of. Okay. Yeah. What if it has uh, Christian values and Chance the Rapper comes out and uh, <laughs> yeah, does a... Uh... <laughs> that changes everything if Chance comes because he's an okay. angel on earth. Chance was at Coachella, by the way, mm-hmm. at the Sunday service with Kanye. He performed mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, Ultralight Beam? Hmm? Ultralight Beam? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, would you go if Chance showed up? I can't lie. I probably would. Okay. If Chance was there. Okay. Yeah. Figgy, number one, is Kanye starting a cult? Number two, would you go to Kanye's church? Um, Is he starting a cult? I don't know, man. He could be. <laughs> but um, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Number two, will I go to his church? I got I to gotta know more about it. Because, I mean, you can't just go to any church. Because it's all type of different practices. It's Kanye. Yeah, it's Kanye, but you don't know what type of practices he do. You know what I mean? So, uh, will I go to the church? I don't know. I gotta, I gotta see more about it. But I will say, I'm not really outraged about. It. I see a lot of people outraged about it. <coughs> but um, to me, this is better than him going on these political rants. Yeah. At least he, you know, I feel like he in a better space. Yeah. Because before it seemed like he, it seemed like he was about to crack. Like honestly, I was I was a little worried that we would wake up one morning and find out he was dead, a drug overdose or suicide, something like that. I felt like he in a much better place. I'd rather him do this than to, you know, do what he was doing before. And um, I'm trying to think what else I had to say about this. Um, the the merchandise. I I felt I don't have a problem with him selling the merchandise because. If he didn't create it, somebody else would have and yeah. made money off of it too. So at least he kind of 
I guess getting a jump start on it. But the fact that it happened at a, a Sunday service <laughs> with a church like yeah. vibe. Yeah. Even though churches do the same type of shit with the collection yeah, play, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, <not laughs> this is more blatant. I, I wouldn't even say that, man. I, I think because a lot of churches do have shirts. A lot of churches do put on events and stuff like that. Okay. Where you have to you know, you have to buy it. So um Them shirts are like five dollars though, but I feel huh? you. them shirts are like five dollars though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're more expensive? Yeah, depending on what type of shirt you want. These shirts, like the church I go to, they be having hoodies, they have beanies, all type of stuff. That oh, stuff damn. ain't no five dollars. Oh damn. So um Yeah, I don't I mean I don't really see nothing wrong with what he's doing. I'm not saying I'm a, I'm gonna sit there and go to his service. I gotta learn more about it. I mean okay. know what he's doing because we don't even know what he's doing. But um, I'd rather him do this than, you know, do all the MAGA hat and, the, you know, think he talking about politics and all this other stuff. I, I'd rather him do this for the rest of his career before he, you know, before I see him talk about slave was a choice and all yeah. this other stuff. I'm OK with this, man. <laughs> OK, OK. Um, I I do think the uh, the merch thing is shiesty just because the price that he sells this shit for, man. Like I really wish that, people almost <laughs> like this is. I want to correlate this to the Nipsey thing because shit like this is the reason why people so go so crazy over goofy ass merch that ain't worth a tenth of what it's being charged for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because Kanye got his name on some shit, you want to charge two fifty for a fucking t shirt? That's that, that's where everything though, yeah. man. That's where all you can look at all of his shit, man. He been doing that for a long time. And he started this. Yeah. Before this, you could he buy did. a Rockaware shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it would cost thirty bucks. <laughs> then J- uh, Yeezy got his own shoes. S. Dot Carters were yeah. not five hundred bucks. But see, to be fair though, I think Kanye. I think um, I don't think Kanye started that part. I think he started the ugly clothes, where it's like a plain ass white shirt. For seventy dollars, yeah. Where it's like, how high is this seventy dollars? And the whole homeless look. I think he started all that. Yeah, and then, he definitely did. And jacked the prices up like crazy. So yeah, I, I kind of agree on that part. I don't know, man. I just the whole merch thing with him just really bugs me because you like it had the gilding tags on it, man. That's, that's what really got me. At least take the fucking <laughs> Walmart t-shirt tags off when you that's sell this wild. bullshit. But um, when I go to Kanye's church, probably I check it out. Mm-hmm. You know, see what it's Just about. To see yeah, what the hype is about. Worst kind of worst, I could get an Instagram video that might go viral. So mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I check yeah. it out just to see what he's talking about. <laughs> but I can't lie, if he's just up there ranting, then that's not something that I want to be a part of. Yeah, <laughs> and calling enough. it church. What what if he plays like new Kid Cudi songs and shit in, in between church? the rants? Yeah, why not? Get Cuddy is inspirational. Who am I kidding? I'm going to see how it is. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to see saying. how I think, it is. Honestly, we would all go At to least. a Kanye church. At I least. think we would all go to a Kanye church. At least to check it out and see what the vibe is. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, now we're talking about the actual church because he didn't do the he didn't build the church yet, right? No. Okay, no. yeah, you're talking about the actual church. Yeah. Okay. Because I would go to the performance and all that stuff, but if it's an actual church. Like, I got to see what he talking about, man. You can't have everything in your spirit like that. Yeah. You might be on some uh, some witchcraft voodoo type <laughs> stuff, man. Like, uh, yeah. We going to talk about religion in a little bit, actually, because <laughs> I, I have a question about uh, religion and dating. But um, getting back to the Kanye thing, my take on it. 
Um, I think Kanye is just doing what he always does. He does this thing where he tries getting people's good graces again. Mm-hmm. He he, and then he'll flip it and piss people off again. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he's doing that again. He's going through cycles. Remember when he first did that whole. Slavery was a choice. Go visit Trump. Be pro-Trump. MAGA hat wearing. And then for a while, he was acting woke. He was on the streets of Chicago mm-hmm. talking all this woke shit. And then people were like, oh, Kanye's back. And he got right back on the bullshit. He went to go visit Trump and ran it for like five hours. Yeah. So I think he's just doing something to get in black people's good graces again, honestly. he He's trying to release a new album. Yandi mm-hmm. was supposed to come out last year on Black Friday and didn't. Yeah. So I think he was just trying to get in our good graces again i see it for what it is i'm not really impressed do y'all think that the hype behind not the hype because it's kanye but do y'all think that people are starting not to pay attention to him anymore and that's why um you know he's doing these acts that he normally does to try to get us back he's still popular he's still huge his merch still sells out this stuff gets posted every single time he does it Mm -hmm. you know everywhere like the biggest uh cult following of an artist who not who don't have like a hit record. I agree. So like mm-hmm. a Beyonce, you know, yeah. she, she always whatever she do, she drop hits. Mm-hmm. I think Kanye is the one person that's always gonna have that following, no matter what he put out. And he haven't put out like a hit hit in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, and he still got that following. Maybe it's just the fact that I have filtered him out of my mind. He doesn't bother me anymore. Like. The whole rants and stuff used to irk my soul, but now it just—I just—I guess I've walked him out. Were you ever really a huge Kanye fan, though? I was okay. in the past, but that, I, like everybody was in the past, it wasn't yeah. anything, you know. I'm still a—it's crazy because I'm still a fan. I just don't let that shit get to me. Yeah, I kind of take it. I mean, um, I know it's a bad example, but remember the whole R. Kelly thing where we could like separate the art from the artist mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I kind of do that with. Kanye, like I don't, I don't give a shit who he vote for at this point. I don't care what his belief is. I care more about the music. Like, <coughs> I'm not upset if he feel like he don't need to do anything for the kids in Chicago. Like I never really expected that from him. You know what I mean, I would be more disappointed if it was somebody like a, um, somebody like a Common or something like that. But I never really expected that from Kanye. So I kind of, I kind of just focus on him with just music mm-hmm. if he's not putting out good music then i'm kind of like eh, you know that's it i don't really care about what he do in his personal life whatever he do don't really affect how i feel about his music mm-hmm. i agree but that's honestly a reason why i'm not a fan right now because i don't think the music is really good right now at all i yeah. thought his last album even though it had no hype behind it was a huge letdown still I thought what he did with the Nas album could have been a lot better. Honestly, it it was kind of trash to me. Um, I thought the whole good music rollout could have been executed a lot better. Um, And I think that his production talent is waning, basically. So if if the music was what it used to be and he's talking all this crazy shit, I'd be like, okay, I could separate it. But now he's talking the crazy shit and the music is subpar to me. I'm like, I'm over and see, it. That's, and see, that's a fair criticism, though. But it's it's a lot of people that's like, you know, they don't matter if he bring if he come out with a hit. I'm still not supporting yeah. him because of what he said. So like, man, people, like, everybody don't come from the same cloth you come from. So I just, I kind of just take it at that. I agree. I agree. We can separate some things when it's our favorite people. Yeah. Um, 
what else? I think that's it for Kanye. Enough. We paid him enough mind. Um, so what else popping this week? Um, oh yeah. Since we just had a little segment with, um, Jasmine trying to get the perfect selfie for Instagram. <laughs> I'm going to upload that, by the way. I, I snuck and recorded her on our uh, show camera here. She was trying to <laughs> oppose That's why I don't post them. And it took her like, why? Because they just, they're trap like, it takes me too long to find. That's every girl, though. You think they getting these snaps on their first try? Every girl and me, I get annoyed and I just, I'm over it. Because I get annoyed because I wasted so much time to try to find one picture that I'm probably going to delete later anyway. So then my, I just do question, away with it. My question to y'all females <laughs> is this. Who are y'all trying to impress when y'all upload these My pics? future husband. You think he care if you your the lighting is not perfect yeah. on one of your selfies? You think he's, he has this standard of quality when he asks you for a pic? Do you spend 20 minutes posing for a pic or you just show him there anything? Um, I don't. When people ask me for pics, I don't take pictures right then and there. I I, I gave you a picture that's been in my phone. So okay. To, to keep that process down. Oh, okay. So you cheat, basically. Because <laughs> otherwise you would never get that picture. It's just funny to me personally because I feel like women, they, they, they think we put this pressure on them. Mm-hmm. And they say, we got to do all this for you. We got to put all this makeup on for you. Well, Take we'll give a shit. Exactly, dog. <laughs> we do not care. But if I came in here looking busted, y'all now, would talk you about You know me. there's a clear difference between doing bu- looking busted with rollers in your hair or something. Yeah. And, 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 super average. Yes. And a guy, you know, they won't think nothing of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's better. You better all getting pretty for yourself. Yes. I'm, tra- that, I'm glad you said that. That's why I don't focus on selfies and things like that. I'd rather be pretty for myself, and if that's what I want to do, then that's what I'm going to do. Not because I'm trying to post it for somebody else. Okay. So I'm trying to get better at that. Yeah, tomorrow you'll have, like, two new selfies posted at least. But Just we'll wait see. On it. <laughs> <laughs> We know we're going to uh, have some pictures from Jambalaya. Oh, yeah. Uh, But, so, apparently, Instagram and Twitter, the, uh, the founders of these apps have been talking about um, this actually has to do with Kanye because Kanye mentioned this as well during his mm-hmm. whole Twitter rant, talking about how we are kind of slaves to social media right now, how we are validated by how many followers we have, how many likes we get. And so Twitter and Instagram have been agreeing with this. They think that, you know, at least publicly they're saying this, that they're they're uh, exploring um, putting out a version of they're basically having Instagram without being able to see how many followers you have and how many likes you get on a picture. Mm-hmm. What do y'all think about this? Do y'all think it would destroy the modeling game as we know it? <laughs> <laughs> For bookings? Yeah. Let, let's say if there was a, a Twitter said, okay, from now on, another person cannot see how many retweets you get, how many likes you get. And Instagram said you cannot see how many views a, a video got or how many likes a video got or how many followers you got. We got. Do y'all think this is better or worse? For the app, I think it's worse because for the app itself, that's the point of the app. Like, um, my famous, yeah. Well, in my (laughs) opinion, like low pictures, but I get you. I it we made it that, but the point was interaction with your friends and family. Like, still interact with them. Yeah, but (laughs) I mean, done on them with how many likes you get on a picture. Yeah, but I guess at the at the same time, it's like that would like if you're just scrolling and. Now what it is, like, it makes sense because it's not what it first started to be. Like, at first, you were supposed to, I mean, it was meant for you just posting pictures and people liking them. Like, a fake, like a, like a kind of, not, more, a 
less complex version of Facebook. So if you take away the likes, then that like the app itself, I just don't understand what the purpose of the app itself is for then. Like if everything works normally. The only difference is you can't see how many followers yeah, and how many likes but, the picture gets. But because of the app, it made it that is what made the app, if that makes sense. Like the likes and the followers yeah. is what made the app it's what, what it made is now. Celebrities on Instagram. Yeah, but and the, it's what the functionality would still be the same. You upload pictures, people look at them. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I guess it's what it made it's what made the app what it is now so yeah. i think it would for the app and the creator's purposes i think it would definitely decline i think people would not like that but for my opinion i think it's wonderful i think that that's what they should have done to begin with because i think this will help a lot of our younger children that suffer from depression and things like that that they shouldn't even be going through right now because of social media and i think that's exactly what's needed but yeah from a business standpoint, I think that's going to hurt them tremendously. Drill down, though. Yeah, you got to decide. Let's say you were the CEO of Instagram mm-hmm. and they said, Jasmine, look, do this or don't. Yeah. Would you do it? I would. Okay. You would remove followers and likes from being publicly visible. Yes. Okay. You think that's better? Um. Yes. Okay. I would be thinking about us as humans more so than me and my money and how okay. it's going to profit me. I feel like if you had like... 13,000 followers, uh-huh. you would you would think a little... If I had more. <laughs> it might be a little yeah. differently. Well, <laughs> I think it... I think it... I, I can agree with that, but I also think that makes it fair game for everyone else. Like, some people won't... wouldn't get these retweets and wouldn't get these likes and all of this... all these comments and things if somebody else... if they didn't see how many people were looking at it. If they didn't already have the impression of the world cares about this, then they wouldn't care. Like, so I think that ultimately would end up letting you really decide for yourself what's important and what's not. Because otherwise, you don't have people telling you what's what's popular and what's not with without seeing the likes and the followers. Okay, but didn't you admit that that's how you get put on to a lot of people, though? Oh, yeah, for by sure. By saying, you know... For What's sure, that's why not? That's why I think, like, from a business aspect, the creators of Instagram, I don't know if that's the route that they want to go because of how, what the app has become now. But as as me, as a person, that's I, I, I would be for that. I think that's, that's what they should have started with, and it should have never gotten to this point. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Figgy, what would you do, man? Do you think they should or not? So I'm trying to figure out how to... <clears throat> I don't know why my mic wasn't on. No, it's been on. No, it was just I off. Think right? That button works. Um, it worked. Oh, how long is it? Well, yeah. Shit. Ah. Fuck it, man. We oh, can well. hear you. We still there, no, Yeah, you good. Yeah. You, good. you straight. But anyway, uh, I'm trying to figure out how to. Uh, how will it work? Is it like um, ever? Is it like perm? It's not like a setting where you could take your followers and lights off, or is it just like that? Like, let's say no let's choice. say hypothetically they 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 just make it across the board because I feel like if you have an option, which I honestly think is what they're gonna do, that's just gonna yeah. make it an option. That that was my next thing. I, but I, I think it'd be better if it was an option. But let let's say for example they just said no across the board. We're removing it so nobody besides you can see how many followers and likes you get. Would you prefer that? Um, I think I think that would be a little better. I, I think it'd be kind of whack to somebody like a Instagram model or some type of promoter, some local dude who got a whole bunch of followers. But I think it should be something like that where uh, we shouldn't have to see people followers. 
And um, I think I think an exception should be like full blown celebrities, not not um, not some yeah with a check mark. I think it should be Will Smith. It should be Denzel, people like that, like full blown celebrities that can show their followers. But anybody else, I think, um, I don't know. I think it should be a thing where that person can see who liked their shit or how many likes they get. But I can't see what how many likes they get or you know yeah. certain stuff like that. I think I think it will make a difference. I think people will kind of humble humble down a little bit. But I think the bad part about it is um, a lot of people. That's how a lot of people make money. Yes. They look at their followers. A lot of people um, charge people just to post something on their page with a whole bunch of followers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking like $50 per post. So um, a lot of people wouldn't even go to that person if they didn't look at their followers. Yeah. So I think that will mess up a, a lot of game like that. There's there's some social media jobs that make it a requirement that you have to have this number of followers at least, like 500 followers at least, yeah. to even apply for the job. Yeah. So it would be crazy, um, and, and I doubt this actually happens. It, I think, think it would be an option. Yeah. And which kind of ruins the point, honestly, yeah. because if you make it an option, you just imagine that whoever has it so you can't see what they have is just a pussy and has no followers. Yeah. So it I would probably be the, the one point. that hit that option, honestly. Eh. I would just take away all my followers so people don't be nosy. I don't I, honestly, man, I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care how many followers I have or how many like I, I'm 32 years old now, man. Like I'm yeah. not in high school anymore. Yeah. I don't give a shit. So um, I wouldn't remove it, but I feel like it wouldn't remove the bullying of people or whatever the insecurity because if you see somebody and you can't see how many likes or followers they get you just imagine like you would just think oh they're pussy you know they ain't out here yeah. for real so I also think that um no I feel like they they would people would be less likely to do it you think so I, I kind of do just because um with the with the high follower count, some people I would imagine assume that you don't go through everything. So if you're not able to see how many people are interacting with that photo, you don't know how many people that person is getting notifications for. So it's more likely that they would see your post and, and respond to it or have something to say to it versus you having these thousands of comments and, you know, you just saying what you feel and that person never seeing it. So I think that I think that no, I think that that would, from my standpoint, I guess, like I would be more skeptical of posting on somebody's page, not knowing how many people are commenting, not knowing how many people they follow, not knowing. I think that would make me not want to post negative energy more so than than being able to see it. Okay, that's actually a pretty good point. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people just follow whatever the comment trends yeah, are. Yeah, you just If somebody's go getting roasted, they all join in. Yeah. But if you don't see all that, then... You probably wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I was gonna say, I think, um, I think the whole problem. I, I don't think that will slow down on the bullying. I do think people, as long as you can screenshot shit and post it, I think that's. I think that's kind of similar to just leaving a comment because all it takes is a whole group of people to keep reposting the same shit mm-hmm. and writing. I, I guess putting like a text on that picture or something. And people keep sharing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So 
it's it's kind of I think you'll see more of that instead of somebody being in the comments or something like that. Yeah. So I think I think the bullying thing will still go on, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I ain't think people really care about the likes and stuff like that because I feel like I feel like when people don't get a lot of likes on a, a good looking selfie, they just delete the picture anyway because they ain't That's get true. a lot of likes. And maybe try it again another time. I don't know. That's true. But um, I don't know. I'm surprised this is like a huge big deal like this. I, I think, um, and we haven't even talked about the Twitter thing yet. Um, number one, a lot of these uh, uh, viral Twitter posts are like, manufactured same thing with instagram followers and comments they yeah. pay and then and, and get bots to do it and yeah. boost it up so a lot of the whole viral game is fake there's some genuine out there but for the most part you can really tell when it's like some basic ass comment on a retweet mm. yeah. that got like eighty-seven thousand retweets i'm like <laughs> yeah. come on man how many people how? said the same joke or did the same thing and got like 12 so a lot of the it, a lot of the whole game is fake regardless um, I doubt this actually happens, like I said, but um, it would be interesting to see. I honestly think if it did happen, there would be a new app immediately coming out yeah. that lets you see all the followers and retweets and likes and all that stuff. Yeah, and everybody I agree. just move to that. Yeah. Because, yeah, people, people do want at least the promise and hope of getting fame on social media like that and going viral. And sadly, like, the... The apps that we do have, they've made us that way. Like they've made, uh, they've made people feed off of that. So if you're not getting that constant like approval from social media, then that will do stuff to certain people that have led, you know, have, that have lived their lives up until you know that way up until this point. So I think that 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 could get really detrimental to some people's health eventually. When they're Probably, not getting yeah. that, you know, that self. I mean, I'm sorry, the public. Validation. Yeah. yeah. His models will be depressed all yeah. of a sudden. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Because I, I feel like a lot of people are so stuck on their social media that they don't even want to post somebody and support them. So, like, we won't, like, I could tell somebody to post the Gems of Juice podcast mm-hmm. picture on their Instagram and they won't do it for the yep. simple fact that they got a whole bunch of followers mm-hmm. and they feel like nobody gonna like it and Bunk all this other bitches. stuff. Yeah, so uh, I think uh, yeah, people be really in their minds about this shit. Yes. Where to me, I don't care. If somebody told me to post something, I post it. But people be so focused on their followers, mm-hmm. the likes, and how many comments they get and all this other stuff. And I don't know. It might be a good thing to take that shit away because maybe you get more people to support because you'll just see that picture. You won't see the likes and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree it'll be better, but ultimately <laughs> I think we're all kind of sheep and it's like monkey see, monkey do. So, yeah, yeah well, I, I doubt that that actually happens, but it'll be interesting if it did. You know I mean? People went viral over people just commenting on one post. Yes. Like, like I mean, I hate, I love Megan Thee Stallion, mm-hmm. but I feel like her freestyle videos and people keep reposting it, keep reposting it got everybody attention yeah Yeah. of course yeah so and then like certain little videos certain little twerk videos people keep reposting it and keep reposting and see all these likes where you know somebody like me who wasn't really paying attention to her like that jumped on board yeah so you know i think it will have a negative effect on stuff like that because she probably wouldn't went as viral like that as she did as quickly 
Well, she is on a record label. I think the the major companies would still have a way to get their people out and to go viral. But um, I don't think it'd be as quick, though. Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. All this is hypothetical. And like I yeah. said, we, we, we all doubt it really happens like that. Yeah. But if it does, it'll be interesting to see if the game gets shooken up and all these uh, models out here start. Showing Did you a mention bit how more. they was going to do it with Twitter? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. They, they said uh, uh, about Twitter not um, uh, taking away visible retweets and likes. I think part of the reason of this is because people get mocked for their ratio when somebody has like a low amount of ratio of uh, retweets and likes, but they have a whole lot of comments. That means that they posted some bullshit and they getting roasted for it. Like, let's say if somebody has like 15 retweets and 200 comments. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, this person was on some bullshit. And some of the people are getting upset about that. So, See, I'd rather hide the likes, man, because I hate that whatever you like, that show up on somebody's timeline. Yeah. It should be nobody's business what I like. <laughs> I think don't get it. Don't do away with the likes because I like I use that for documenting. Like if mm. I want to look up something later no, no if you you should be able to like something without somebody seeing yeah, it though exactly yeah and so I, you should be able to go to your like like i love the way instagram got the little save button yeah where you could go to your archives or whatever and see all the shit you say but can't nobody else see it i think twitter needs something like that okay i, I agree man I, I actually wonder i think there might be a way to <laughs> change it so your likes don't show up on somebody's feed but don't quote me on that. I'm not 100 sure. I need to find sure. out. Let me but Google yeah, that, that right that now. Does, yeah. That does get annoying. And, um, yeah, I don't want to see everybody's like. Sometimes it's stuff I do want to see. But yeah. sometimes it's shit like, you know, some ass-shaking videos. I, yeah. I would like that. I would but like I don't that. want it showing up on somebody else's feed. You know, I'm not a pervert. Come on, yeah. guys. Yeah. No, no, the worst is when you see, like, a dick picture or something. Yeah. Something you had nothing to do with. Yeah, two and people like, fucking, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. On a couch. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, people need to chill on that. Oh, breaking Jay-Z news alert. Um, so Jay-Z, I forgot to mention, he's doing the B-Sides 2 concert at, uh, not Barclays, somewhere else. It's, uh, Webster uh, Hall. Webster yeah, Hall. Webster he Hall. He reopened it. They closed like a couple months ago. Yeah. He reopened it. Um, I want to check this out because I enjoyed the B-Sides, the first concert. It was a lot of, uh, hits that only Jay-Z fans will remember. Yeah. He brought Freeway and all them out there. It was a great show. He got some show. good B-side stuff that can be an A-side. Yeah. <laughs> and, and technically, a lot of the stuff he was performing was not B-sides. <laughs> it was more so like singles that didn't really pop off a whole lot, but mm-hmm. still were great yeah. songs. And well, songs that weren't singles themselves. But So, have we taken the A-side, B-side dynamic and we're relating it to Drake's? A-side and B-side, or is that always a thing that I'm just not hip to? What do you mean? Like, what what does he mean by B-sides? A, okay, so A-sides are, this, this goes back to the LPs. Yeah. When they had, like, a, a single, let's say Prince released uh, Purple Rain on a 12-inch vinyl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Purple Rain is the A-side. If you flip it over, it's like a bonus track on there. It's usually yeah. a track that's not even on the album. Gotcha. And it will be something like Erotic City. Erotic City was never on an official Prince album. Mm-hmm. It was a B-side to, I want to say it might have been Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. It was something off Purple Rain, the album at least. But that's what a B-side is kind of like. It's like it's the like a... uh, reverse. Uh, well, you flip the LP over and yeah. that's like the B-side. The, the bonus A-side tracks. Main, like, yeah. I say, A-sides yeah. are like the radio hits. Exactly. The mainstream. Yeah. I, I okay. want to say the throwaways, but... It's kind of like the songs that's not the the best song. Yeah, gotcha. the best song is like the A side. 
the B side is like, a, oh, check this. By the way, check this out. Yeah, because I was relating it to like Drake Scorpion. Terms, oh, the way like he did A that. side, no, B that, side. That, that was uh, he did it more so like this is part one and part two basically, or this one yeah. and this two. He just yeah. called it A side and B side, but yeah, because so. he had singles on the B side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 So um, I do want to check this performance out. He is wearing a tux. His hair getting crazier and crazier. Uh, apparently, he did a freestyle in which he uh, mentioned Nipsey Hussle, of course. <laughs> but uh, I want to check it out, man, because I really enjoyed the first B-Size concert. So keep a lookout for that. Might uh, get a, tri- a title title trial yes. and uh, cancel it after a month. But um, <laughs> uh, so let us get into some uh, what a bro knows topics real quick. Yeah. I have one. Um, we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. Uh, religion and relationships. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh-oh. So <laughs> we talked about the whole Kanye Easter and the Easter thing. Well, the Sunday service thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that kind of brings me back to a constant debate, uh, kind of difficult discussions I've had with black women. Cause I do mainly date black women, really yeah. only date black women now. Um, and many of them are very spiritual that's what they call themselves. They don't mm. call themselves like firm Christian or anything. They say I'm spiritual. No. <laughs> so I don't believe uh, in religion. Yes. I'm spiritual. Yes. They say they're spiritual, but some of them go to church. They usually go to church like every once in a while, usually Easter Sunday and uh, a few other days in the year as well. Christmas time. They go to church a lot. Um, summertime. You never see them in church anymore, but <laughs> uh, so, um, me, I, I grew up a Jehovah's Witness. So I talked about this before, I, I think. And uh, we kind of fell out the religion. And I've never been into organized religion ever since then. Um, it's kind of been something where it's like I had a bad experience. And it's just I I, I, I kind of flip between being like a full-blown atheist to accepting that there might be a higher power. But just I think if there is, I don't think they really care about what we're doing. Honestly, if that makes any sense, because mm-hmm. I can't justify the good shit and the bad shit happening being anything other than random in a lot of cases, because, you know, well, that's a whole nother <laughs> debate. But yeah. anyway, yeah, a lot of black women kind of have difficulty accepting the way that I am. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they think I'm blasphemous. They think, I'm, you know. Kind of just a weirdo for not fully believing in God or not being a Christian or not going to church. And I want to know from y'all's perspective, how important is it for uh, as far as religion and relationships? Um, does your partner have to be a Christian for you to date them? Do they have to believe in God? Do they have to go to church at least semi-frequently for mm-hmm. you to date them? Starting with you, Jasmine, what do you think? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I've <laughs> actually <laughs> I've actually dated someone in college that was. He wasn't necessarily a religious person. He believed in a higher power. But at the time, I wasn't really into my religion. Well, I wouldn't say religion either. I wasn't really into my connection with God or my spirituality at the time either. So it wasn't something that really just dawned on me until I started thinking about it like now and present day. But he didn't believe in God. He believed he was very like into black power and very like. um, Was he like a five percenter? The black man um, is God. Nah, <laughs> but he was like a 
the sun is this and and black women are this and okay. he was very I I don't even want to lie on him I don't know exactly what his beliefs were but he, I know he didn't believe in God Hebrew Israelite maybe Mm-mm, I don't even know that it <laughs> was religion kings and queens <laughs> yeah, no really no yeah. it was we no, are kings and queens like yeah. and yeah we are yeah, kings cool, and queens and people. was it like borderline Muslim I wouldn't say Muslim Farrakhanish. Kind of fair connish in a sense, okay. but um, yeah, no, they definitely. I I don't have the best religion. I don't call myself religious. I call myself spiritual, and hey. I would think that. <laughs> what you say? We just talking like, about we this. Just said that. Yeah, but I think because I feel like me relating to, I wouldn't be. I don't fit under one religion. If mm-hmm. if the, if we go by what that like really pick and like, choose what you like, like a buffet. No, <laughs> no, but like. I I don't I don't everybody sins but I no but like I just I don't I believe in God I have a relationship with God I have a spiritual relationship I hear with that God a lot too <laughs> so <laughs> I'm playing go ahead go so ahead, I do attend church <laughs> I do attend um, a non denominational church mm-hmm. um, but. Yeah, I think that it, that person has to have some type of relationship with God. There's no way that um, I can date somebody that doesn't really believe in them. What, so so explain what that means, relationship with God. What does mm-hmm. that mean? Um, for me, it means that you un, you have an understanding that there is a higher power and you have an understanding that um, there is a heaven and a hell and you have an understanding that, um, that yeah, the, that higher power does dictate what goes on like yes there is good karma if you want to call it karma that yes there is you know what you put into the world is what you get out of it i agree with that but i also think that if you are in tune with the higher power then things are more likely to align the way that you would like them to if that makes sense i get what you mean but i want you to explain like what this has to do Mm -hmm. with you liking a person then believing that in karma um wait Wait. Number one, I doubt this would even really come up often, probably. Mm-hmm. And, and niggas could probably just lie. Yeah. If they really didn't believe in that it. That was my next question because all the dude got to say, oh, yeah, I believe in God. Mm-hmm. But I would know. Like, that's the thing. Like, if you are, or if you're sincerely in tune with God and you're sincerely in tune with your spiritual relationship with God, that's not something that somebody can fake to you. Like, even, like, they may say it over time. I mean, they may say it initially, but over time, for me, I would know that you, you don't really deal with god like that like praying is a big thing to me like you may not have to attend a service all the time but in my opinion your soul needs to be fed in some type of way so eventually like you telling me that you believe in god or that you you know that you're a christian or this and the other i would i would i would catch on to that lie eventually but but how about people that um that pretty much say oh you know, I used to go to church when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I haven't been in a minute, though. Mm-hmm. I do believe in God. You know, it's a hell. It's a heaven. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I haven't been in a minute. And, you know, I'm I, I'm going to go back one day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back one day, but not their prayer type person. And sound that. Like because that's. What'd you say? <laughs> I said, sound like Jasmine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, you know, it's a lot of people that, you know, that do regular stuff, but. Mm-hmm. They just haven't been to church in a long time. Yeah, and I don't think that I I don't think that what I'm saying, if I'm not saying it clearly, that you have to go to church or attend church. Like that's not something that's big for me. I mean, it's a it's a plus, but you don't have 
if you haven't found a church, like for me, honestly, I'm in the in the moment where I don't really necessarily I don't want to say not care for the church that I've been attending, but it's not reaching me the same way anymore. So I'm seeking other churches right now. So I can understand like if you are at least seeking a relationship with him versus you just don't go because you don't care. Like that's, that's different to me. Like if you actually, you know, if you pray and you talk to him, you just haven't been in a while then that's, that's okay. Like everybody is not, Everybody is not everybody's on different paths and everybody's not going not going to have that relationship with him as you might. But as long as you're trying to seek a relationship with him, then I can work with that. But if you just whole last don't believe in God at all. And that's not something that I really that's not. So so, so let's say it's a little bit reversed and mm-hmm. um, a guy believes in God, <laughs> but he's super into it. Like he's super religious, goes to church every Sunday mm-hmm. and demands you go to church with him every Sunday. Mm hmm. Would you prefer that? Um, like this is the dude yeah, that, who prays at every single that's meal. That's tricky because mm-hmm, that is kind of tricky because you do have guys that go go to Bible study on Tuesday, mm-hmm. church on Sundays. They help out on Saturdays. They every their job is at the church because people get people are employed by the church yeah. and they do a lot of stuff. They you know, but they might. They might look at you and say, "What you you going out? Like, mm-hmm. no, I don't. You know, I don't really rock with that. Yeah. Like, how would you feel about that? Would you feel like that guy's not for you? Because there's some really it's people that's really into it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like, I would hope to get to that point one day, but it's people that's really into it, and they will look at me like, "Oh, you talking about this on the podcast? Like, no, nah, I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was single and the, uh, I wanted to get with a church woman, mm-hmm. she would probably wouldn't date me because of what I talk about on this podcast. And that's kind of that's kind of why um, the line between spirituality and religion is blurred, or it gets blurred to me because mm-hmm. in my mind the way that we're taught if you are religious then you you sh- you're not supposed to have you're not supposed to pose judgments on other people as to what yeah. they're doing so if you're religious and you're telling me that I shouldn't be doing this that and the other and judging me based on it then that's probably like you're probably not as religious as you say you are because in my mind I would imagine someone that is aligned and in tune with God, loves everyone. And no matter the mistakes that you made, they're still accepting of your mistakes. They may not agree with them, but they're not going to shun you for them. So Mm. I would think that, you know, if that guy, I I would say right now that guy is not for me if that's the way that he's acting and that's the way that he treats my life. I would be more so um, open to somebody that is like, hey, why don't, like, is more understanding or more so persuasive or more so like trying to work with me more so than telling me that this isn't what this isn't what you're supposed to be doing like I don't think that that's that's why I say that I'm spiritual more so than religious because I I can't get with that side of religion as far as you say that you love everyone you say that you're following God's word but God's word is to love everyone and you're judging people based on how they live in their lives and I don't think that's okay now what about if this guy uh you know he was spiritual or whatever (laughs) <laughs> and um, no, it's funny. I like how is this. Uh, what about this scenario, guys? <laughs> but um, when if this guy don't believe in um, like sex before marriage, mm-hmm. she'd be like, "Hell no!" Yeah, this <laughs> this guy, that this like. guy is everything. He you know he go to church. He cool. He don't he don't drink. He don't smoke or whatever. And you know you like him, but he don't believe in sex before marriage. He feel like he should wait till you get married. 
Mm-hmm. Like, is that a red flag? Because that's a spiritual guy. Okay, I'm about to or get is, real hypothetical. Or here. is that, or is that guy not for you? Or will you stay away from that guy? Okay, I'm about to get because real it, into the scenario. Yeah, because I was about to say, I, I get what you, <laughs> I get what you're saying though, because um, you don't want to do that, like believe in the devil and nothing like that. Don't mm-hmm. believe in God and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But you don't want a full blown church guy. Yeah, I mean, because you still you you know you still have your ways too. Mm-hmm. But I do agree that I would want somebody that is, um, that at least believe in it. Yeah, not a, and not even that. Like I I I can't say that I wouldn't mind somebody that is more in tune with their spirituality than I am because that is for me that's the purpose of a man and a woman. Like a man is supposed to help guide me. Like you know, it's supposed to it's supposed to be a leader. Yeah. So if he is deeper into his spirituality, then that's not something that I would disregard. Like that's not something that I would put somebody off for because mm-hmm. he's more religious than I am. But um, hypothet- in that situation, like, have I have we have we have I felt anything? Like, is there is there any like any type of interaction? Are we cuddling? Or is there anything? Yeah, y'all, y'all dating. Y'all Jasmine, dating. Jasmine doesn't want to marry somebody without knowing he has a big dick. Yeah, what she's saying. That's not what so, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you'd be okay with no sex for a marriage if yeah. you knew that the sex would be good after marriage. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. So that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> so Figgy, Figgy, let, yeah. let, let's bring the male perspective in. Yeah. Um I, I know as men, you know, we, we typically just trying to smash. But, yeah. but uh let, let's say if I um, really wanted to date somebody yeah, and yeah. start a relationship. Exactly. What the let's say this lady is a just not spiritual at all. One of the three women on in the United States that are not apparently. <laughs> but um she's she's not spiritual at all. She doesn't really believe in any of that. Um yeah. would would that be a red flag for you? Would you be like, okay, we really can't mess together anymore i think it'd be a red flag for us relationship i could be cool with all types of people uh, with different religions yeah but far as a relationship if i want to eventually marry this person mm-hmm. i think that's a red flag okay. to, to me i think religion and politics are similar it's to me it's hard to be in a relationship with somebody if they got different beliefs and um politics too because to me that's an argument Mm-hmm. That's a argue. You you got at least be on the same page at what y'all believe in, as far as politics and religion. It's I don't know. It's 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 pretty hard to raise. Like, how can you raise kids and all that stuff if you and your wife are on two totally different pages as far as religion? Now it did happen. Uh, actually, my um, my mother in law, um, her ex husband, they they was married for a little bit. But her ex-husband was, uh, um, I forgot the name of this religion, but I don't know if y'all heard of a religion called House of Jacob. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's some type of weird religion, and um, they was known to be a cult, but they didn't like to be labeled as a cult. And it's a lot of, y'all, y'all should look it up. It's real interesting. Y'all should okay. just look it up to see how it is. But um I think I don't think she looked at that as and said, "Yeah, you know what? I'm cool with that." Blah blah. I think he kind of stepped away from that religion overall, where he was just like a you know, just a person, okay. you know, work like a nine to five person, just like a normal us who you know probably don't pray like that, don't go to church, and you know just live life. But um, like I said, I think it's it become a problem if. 
I, I think it would have been a red flag if he was like super religious and she was like super religious. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's no way that could have worked. Yeah. Because, you know, if if we if we both are Christians and we go to the same church, we got a lot in common. Mm. So we most likely will try to work it out. Yeah. But if you're a Christian and you see maybe like a Muslim or something like that, like a hardcore Muslim, you probably y'all probably argue every day on you know what you should do what you shouldn't do yeah because if you talk to a muslim they still got that old school mindset of you know the woman should be at home the woman shouldn't wear pants the woman shouldn't wear a short skirt stuff like that meanwhile like at a non-denominational church it's kind of like everybody free like Mm -hmm. you could go to church and wear jeans you could wear your hat inside and little stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Long story short, I think it'd be a problem, man. I don't, I don't see it working out like that unless, unless both of y'all are not spiritual at all. Where it's like, oh, I used to be a Jehovah's Witness. I don't really get into that anymore. And she used to be something else, and she don't really get into that anymore. That's, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How do so, you feel about this? I mean. Basically, it just sounds like I'm gonna be single because <laughs> I'm not gonna find no black atheist woman. So yeah. <laughs> at least one that's fine. So um, <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, I, I don't have a problem. And my ex was a uh, Christian. Like she didn't go to church every single Sunday, mm-hmm. but she went to church occasionally. And she's very you know spiritual. This is a big uh, debate with us over her realizing that I wasn't spiritual like that. Yeah. Um. I feel like I don't. I don't judge anybody for their spirituality. I think certain things are dumb. Like, I think horoscopes are dumb. I think that astrology stuff is, is just silly. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as believing in God, I won't, you know, call some, like, think that's goofy. Like, I understand. Like, there's especially um, knowing black history, so much of it is connected to the church. Yeah. So I understand it. But I just wish people kind of respected that it's just not for some people without thinking that you're weird. Because yeah. that's kind of what I go through. Um, as yeah. being somebody who's not spiritual, mm-hmm. um, people think that's strange. I saw some clip of, with Steve Harvey um, talking about an atheist, or uh, I guess he was asked um, about atheism, mm-hmm. and um, he said something like, "I don't even know what I would say. This what, what is an atheist? How do you not believe in God? Like he couldn't even comprehend somebody not believing in God." Yeah, and uh, I, I come in contact with a few people, black people, who just don't like they are so God fearing that they're almost scared to be around somebody who says they don't believe in God because they think that'll send them to hell some, somehow too. Yeah. So it's... It's crazy. It, it really is. And like I said, I respect anybody, even though I don't believe in it, I respect anybody who is spiritual and just believes in that and it, it improves their life. It, it just does nothing for me. Yeah. Like personally. Yeah. So... And see, it, it need to be more people like you because... You got a lot of people who uh, believe just like you and try to persuade somebody else to why they should believe like you. Mm -hmm. And to me, I think that's totally out of bounds. I don't think you should persuade somebody to vote a certain way. Mm -hmm. I don't think you should persuade somebody to go to a certain religion. Mm -hmm. Now, if they ask and they interested, then yeah. But I don't think you should bash anybody for the way they think. I think that goes back to like the religion conversation. Like, if you are that religious, then why would you? I just don't feel like, you know, kind of how you said, like how they're kind of afraid to be around you. I think if you're a religious yeah. person, that shouldn't shake you. Like yeah. that's, if you are sincerely 
um, strong in your faith, then that does that shouldn't interrupt your peace at all. Like you, you know yeah. better. Like you know, you're yeah. you're surrounded by a higher power, so that shouldn't bother you. The, so that's the, why that kind of like I don't know. Yeah, the best religious religious people to be around is the people that's down to earth. Yeah. I done met some down to earth people. It's this one guy, man. He was like the coolest person. He was a mail carrier. Like, he was just super cool to be around. For some reason, everybody opened up to him. They get super comfortable around him. Come to find out, he was a pastor. Okay. And, like, he didn't care about people cussing around him and all that stuff. He, You know, he would just sit back and chill, laugh and stuff. But he wasn't that type of person that walk around with a Bible, who walk around with a cross, pretty much telling, trying to heal people and all this other stuff. Like, he was just super laid back. He was a real cool person. But, you know, on his other time, he, you know, he'd go to church, he'd preach and stuff. So I think if it was more people like that, I think I think the world would be a better place instead of sitting here trying to judge people. I agree. And, yeah, the, a lot of people who are identified as atheists, they kind of do it in a snooty-ass, pretentious way where they're like, anybody who believes in God is stupid, uh, yeah. Bill Maher does that. Arian Foster even did it a little bit, like where yeah. he kind of talked down on people who believe in God. So yeah. I never believed in that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, believe what you want to believe. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, who's a famous, you know, astrophysicist, does the same thing where he's like, uh, you know, belief in God is silly. But I, I would never go that far. But I, I would just kind of wish like there would be more people like that pastor who's just cool with everybody and understand like, hey, it's yeah. not for everybody. But yeah. if it improves your life. You know, I'm all for it. it. It's funny because um, back when I worked in the high school, um, I was in a class and um, I, f- I think they was talking about whoop, what's the um, I forgot the story with all the different guys and all that stuff. I well, f- like Greek mythology. Yeah. 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 I, I ain't pay attention to high school, so it's I good, never man. knew about it. But um, they was talking about that. And the teacher said how religion um, believing in God is a myth and all that stuff is a myth and the kids like went nuts they're like no it's real blah 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 but like she t- she was right because a myth if you look up the word myth it's something you could uh, so, uh it's a belief that you can't really prove like you can't really prove that jesus walked this earth or yeah. you know you like there's <laughs> no on water turn he ain't got no brothers wine. that yeah who who witnessed it yeah so them kids just went ballistic, and that's why I think you shouldn't even. I don't know. I, I feel like you shouldn't even talk about that stuff in at the, in the workplace. Yeah, because people don't know how to you know listen. People mm-hmm. don't know how to be respectful with it. They just feel like their way is the right way. Yeah. And the crazy part about it, those be the people that don't even go to church on exactly. the daily. <laughs> so I mean, like in this world, you got you going to be around people that have different religion. Mm-hmm. You you really got to make it work, and um, with me working in this field now, like I don't ask anybody about politics. I don't ask anybody about what church they go to and all this. Other, I don't try to preach to nobody, but um, it's just cool to be around different people like that without being all preachy, without talking about Trump and all this other shit. Yeah. So um, it, and like I said, it'd be the main people that don't even go to church. Yeah. That that feel so offended. Because people like people don't even act like that. Like you could go to a church, people just be laid back, they be cool, chilling. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't be all like that. They they listen to Michael Jackson, Prince, and all this yeah. other stuff. 
other people are like, oh, no, that music. Oh, no, you shouldn't do it. Like, nah, they, they don't act like that, man. And I think some of those people who get super offended, they do it more so not necessarily out of a true love and belief of God. I think they're more so scared of going to hell if they die. Yeah. That's why they're they're so, and some of them you can tell, like the ones that don't go to church but are super argumentative when you talk about anything like that. Mm. Yeah. Like some people, you can just tell, they want to err on the side of caution just in case there's a heaven and a hell. Like, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I, I, I prove that I believe. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but that's, that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, man. I wouldn't like, even argue with nobody who I know that ain't going to church all the time and yeah. living right yeah, and try to tell me what I'm not doing or what's what God said is right and what God says is wrong and all this other stuff. And I just, I, yeah, I think that comes with peace within yourself too. Like not allowing that to bother you because you know that, that those people ain't, they're not supposed to be the people that's speaking into your life anyways. Yeah. Like, yeah. My pastor says it's always between you and God. He said, I'm, I'm up here just preaching the word. Like don't like I make mistakes. Don't sit here and, talk about oh he did this did that like it's between you and god yeah i mean long as your relationship is good that's none of my business so i i'm who am i to sit here to judge because you you know you like what you like and all this other stuff yeah so i i mean i respect that (laughs) yeah yeah um like you said i don't think it's an argument that ever reaches an end yeah if we ever get Aaron Foster on the podcast. We can have me and him versus you two. We can <laughs> this is probably the cleanest debate. <laughs> religion debate in history. <laughs> uh, so, um, did y'all have any other relationship questions? I think that's about it for what a bro knows. I know it's more of a religious what a bro knows, but hey, we're PG now. Yeah. So, <laughs> no more questions it about pussy that, and dick that, sucking and that's shit. That's the type of stuff people don't think about, man. Like, yeah. Like, you got to weigh all those stuff. And I thought about that, too. Like, um, and I think I would be in a long term relationship with somebody who's spiritual. I wouldn't make that a red flag for me. But a lot of people would make what I believe a red flag for them. And yeah. this is it, what but, it is. But, but, and see, I, I know we're trying to bring this to an end, but yeah. somebody that really go to church all the time, they know not to sit here and um, kind of bash somebody for not going. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they yeah. just keep going. They just keep going. And how you supposed to do? You supposed to pray, keep praying. Yeah. Hopefully, find God. Way, hopefully yeah. not you, but hopefully God will get that person to go one day. And supposedly that person might say, "Hey, you know, I'll go with you this time." Mm-hmm. And then you know, that's kind of like, okay, it's not. It's never supposed to be. A, oh, when you gonna go? Exactly. Yeah. It's, because when you come at somebody like that, it's over. Like I'm not going now because you talking to me like that. Like nah, what's the defiance at that point? Yeah, it's I, like yeah, it's like making somebody do something, telling somebody you gonna do this. Yeah, like nah, I'm not gonna do that now since you just said. said that's that. funny because that's exactly what happened with me and my ex actually. Because uh, I told her, you know, I'm not ruling out at not ever going to church. It might happen one day, but it's not gonna be not gonna happen because you said so. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen because I wanted to. So if I don't want to, I'm not going to go and you're not going to guilt me or force me. She got mad at me because I didn't go with her to Easter service. And number one, we broke up. So <laughs> yes, see, yeah, don't give me that look. That's wild, that though. Don't give me that we'll look. Get in, we'll get into that later. Man, we'll, we'll whatever. We'll get into it every single podcast. I told you we're <laughs> yeah. done. We're done talking about me. Um, other topics this week. Old rappers got into beef. 
Uh, yeah, I, I love this. Y'all notice? I, I love an old rapper beef. Yeah, <laughs> of course. You all, you can never get enough of an old rapper yeah. beef. Man. I love it. It might it might suck, but it's still I, I love seeing like some old rappers I grew yep. up to <laughs> beefing. It's nice to know they still out here in 2019. Yes, <laughs> it's nice to know that the draw rule on Fifty Cent battle never Would ended. Never, end. never ever since 2001 or whenever it popped off. But this time, funny I mentioned 50 Cent because he is involved in this one against former G-Unit member Young Buck. Now, That's Young, wow. we did talk about Young Buck. He has been um, allegedly messing with transsexuals. Um, there have been leaked correspondence about him um, messing with these transgendered individuals. Um, and, and 50 Cent, I don't know if this was spurred on by anything. But he put up a post on Instagram. He deleted it like he does a lot of stuff. But he said, uh, Young Buck is almost ready to drop his album. He worked hard on this project. I told him his personal choice to date a transsexual will confuse some of his core audience. But with the support of the LGBT, he should be fine. This man is wild. (laughs) (laughs) Why is he this way? So, uh... Uh, uh, Young Buck has some things to say. We'll play some audio real quick of what he had to say right here. I thought you was 50 cent. I've been around from you for a long time. I thought you had some real tendencies, homie. I'm a phone call away or a face-to-face meeting away with anything. Man, you're a real-life sucker trying to manipulate the fans' minds and play with these people. Tell these people all these old fake ass, false ass lies and shit to support the fact that you throw <laughs> the bricks and how the fact okay, that froze up. Or it stopped, whatever. Who cares? Enough of that, young buck. What was he saying though? To support the fact that what? Do you know? Um, basically, he, he's spreading false allegations of him as what a transsexual. I don't think they're false, but whatever. <laughs> to each their own. Um, so 50 Cent just randomly for no reason seems to go at people. Uh, what whose side are y'all taking in this beef? Uh, do y'all y'all think it's time to finally cancel 50 for just starting shit all the time? For I'm no gonna reason? go out on a limb and say 50 Cent is a part of the LBGT community himself. Whoa. Oh man, that is a spicy hot take. That's a hot yeah. take. Why do you believe this? Because I just I don't understand why that matters like i don't know i just don't understand why that is a part of his agenda like why does that matter to you why does somebody else's sexuality matter to you and i feel like this is a constant thing with him like especially with people that are in the in the public or in the like news for being gay or bi or you know something like that i just don't understand like why that matter? Like, why does it matter to him? Why is it well, something he, that he, he feels to, he needs to talk about? To be fair, he clowns people for a variety of reasons. Yeah. He clowns Floyd Mayweather for being illiterate. He clowns, like, any low blow he can get at, he will go for. Yeah, but so, over the years, though, I guess with the whole Diddy situation, like, the Diddy stuff, just in general, like, he seems to be the person that's always bringing up somebody else's sexuality. Yeah. And somebody that's not comfortable with their own, of course they're going to bring up somebody else's. So I just, I don't know. I just, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. You think 50 Cent is gay? I don't think he, mm, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Save this first clip. Off, first off, you diss Jay Prince. 50, yeah. I did not <laughs> diss Jay. Don't put that out in the universe. <laughs> nah, he just ain't gonna do shit to you. So you can yeah, no, I, 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 I don't put it past him. I'm not gonna say he's gay. I don't put it past him that okay. he's that he's dabbled in that before. Wow, mm. spicy, spicy. You coming with the fire today, Jazz? <laughs> what about you, Figgy? Is Fifty Cent gay? Uh, <laughs> I'm not going that far, but I kind of agree with you. I I question people who are so homophobic. Mm-hmm. Like it's some people that won't even say certain words. Yes, and be like, pause. oh, pause, pause, or or somebody say something. Whoa, whoa! Mm-hmm. Like I really question people that do that all the time. So Joe Budden does he fall under that as well? I think Joe Maul and the, just Joe and Maul basically. I think Maul is the one that kind of brung all yes. that out because I don't think Joe paid attention to all that. But every time he say something, they, whoa, whoa. Yes. So I think that kind of got him on that. But I question I question all that shit because if you listen to Breakfast Club, they make gay jokes all the time. Yes. And it's, it's kind of irritating to the point where I, I kind of don't even want to listen to it now because everything they say, they're like, oh, yeah, I was... I was behind, I was behind him one hundred percent. Whoa, you was what behind <laughs> yeah, him? Yeah, like that's it's, wild. Like it's kind it's it's kind of corny, mm-hmm. and I question people that do that shit all day long. But as far as Fifty Cent, I think he's just being a clown. I think he enjoys social media. I think he loved ranking on people. Yeah. I think if we was, I think if we was in the same room with him, I think he'd rank on all of us. He probably rank on whatever I have on my head or something like that. I think I think he that type of person that just love having fun talking about people. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to see him talk about game. I want to see him bring game up and talk about him. I don't because he never say anything about him. He really doesn't. That was that that was the one beef I could probably say he he lost. <laughs> well, Rick Ross is one he lost too. I think. Because I think he thought he was going to jaw rule Rick Ross, and Rick Ross is bigger than Fifty Cent now. Mm-hmm. But see, so. that was that was kind of after though. That, that was like Fifty Cent wasn't like that. I would say he was. I, I ain't gonna say he was cold, but yeah, he was he like was on, on a, the verge. He was on a downturn. He, yeah, but during his hotness, that's when him and Gang was going at it. That's true. And Gang was the only person like he like he never really made a response to Game like that. Game was taking. Uh, Game was doing his shit. Game might know a little more than other. Three hundred bars. Yeah, yeah, could be. But um, he never respond again. He never throw shots a game like that. So I, I just want to see him pick on somebody his own side. Stop picking on <laughs> Young Buck. <laughs> like, what is Young Buck gonna do? Yeah. You know I mean, stop picking on you know all these other people who you know ain't gonna do nothing. Game will pull up. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. 50, 50 is just corny to me, honestly. And like, <laughs> I think the more it, time goes on, I think the less his legacy will be. Like, I think we'll always look at that debut album as a moment in hip hop. But everything yeah. after that has been just and even the stuff that was happening during that that we thought was cool at the time. Like we all thought that Ja Rule beef was great yeah. when it happened. But looking back, it's like. You know, it, it was all really a lot of bullshit, and it got way too far and too involved, and, and it, he just went at random people for no reason after that, trying to recreate that. Yeah, he, so I think I feel like he broke up New York. He did. Yeah, he, and they talk about that too, how he uh, paid radio stations not to play certain artist music, mm. allegedly. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't. I mean, it's 
He he really did, and I forget who said that, but it was a great point about how he really did destroy the New York momentum, and that's when the South took over. Yeah, uh, at least he did his best to. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think we'll look at at, at Fifty Cent. You know, his legacy is just getting worse and worse by corny shit like this. Let Young Buck do his thing. He ain't bothering nobody. Ain't nobody <laughs> listening to his album anyway. Yeah. So, I thought they was. Yeah. I thought they was cool at one. And, and see, he be I thought doing, they were too. Yeah, That's why he be I was doing confused. a lot of snake shit, man. Yeah. Like record or releasing his records of him crying and all yeah. that shit. It's, yeah, that was dirty. That was yeah, really man, dirty, actually. Like, yeah, it's kind of fucked up, man. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. 50 always in some bullshit. Also, <laughs> um, I don't know if we really talk about WAC 100. Yeah. Or, But he is in a beef with E40. I was shocked to see this. Yeah. Um, Can we uh, get ahead. into who WAC 100 is for those that don't really know? WAC 100 is a, a manager, mm-hmm. I believe, of hip-hop artists. Yeah, and he's not to I, be played with. He was yeah. like, was he? Is he like game manager or what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe yeah. Budden talked about that too, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. He is games manager, I believe. Um, and I guess he got into a fight with E-40. So apparently... Um, he got into the fight recently. They got into a little Instagram fight, basically. Okay, but uh, Wack One Hundred was upset that E Forty allegedly notified several people in their circle that he was cutting him off. And uh, uh Wack One Hundred said, "Let me tell you what a whole nigga do. You tell him <laughs> fuck you, you bitch ass nigga. I don't fuck with you." He turn around and call everybody else, start adding names to it. No, nigga, I told you, E40, I don't fuck with you. He said, I don't, I don't call. I don't really care about this anymore. <laughs> like, why am I talking about fucking E40 beef? Um, but yeah, they they are beefing on Instagram. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I lost interest <laughs> even yeah. talking about it. Who cares? It, Instagram beef is corny to me now, man. It is. It at, is. At one point, it was funny. Um, and I think when NBA players do it, it's still kind of funny. When they <laughs> leave little petty comments underneath somebody's post. Yeah. Uh, Joel Embiid does that a lot. Do he? <laughs> yeah, he'll post his own like, like highlight reel and then tag somebody that he dunked on or some shit. But uh, Instagram beef is like all this tough talk on Instagram is, is nothing to me anymore. I don't really care about it. That's that's the weirdest shit, man. Seeing somebody, the weirdest shit is seeing somebody go live talking shit about somebody. Yeah, and, nigga, add me, add me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that soldier boy shit. I forgot yeah. who he was going after, but he like nigga, I beat your ass. He posted mm-hmm. up with the phone. He did like nigga, I beat your ass, nigga. Yes. What you mean, nigga? What's up, nigga? Like that's the stupidest shit. How can you do that on the phone? Yes. Like it's tough for me to be actually on the phone with somebody mm-hmm. and cussing them out. Like, I just don't get it, man. It's a new day and age, man. It is. It's I, a lot I don't of have time front. to argue with nobody. It's a lot of front and a lot of fake, I'm a, when I see you with song, keep that same energy. Y'all are celebrities. Y'all really be at the same places all the time. Yeah. If something was going to happen, you wouldn't talk about it. You wouldn't say, I saw uh, Antonio Brown and Ryan Clark. I was, I, was, I was just right? about to bring that up. Because <laughs> for, for people who don't know, Ryan Clark has been shitting on Antonio Brown ever since Ryan beginning. Clark retired from the Steelers, really. Yeah. It has been on, been on TV in the media role. Antonio Brown is no longer a Steeler. Everybody knows that. And um, we are seeing Antonio Brown's petty pettiness come through on social media. And now Ryan Clark is like, I told y'all, yeah. he's, a, he's, a, he's a bitch, basically. 
So Antonio Brown got on Twitter, said, uh, you keep my name in your mouth on TV. You know, when I see you keep that same energy, Ryan Clark is like, you know, you got a jet, right? Like you're going to fly a fucking private jet just to go fight with a nigga across the country. So it's all goofiness to me, man. Everybody's trying to act stuff on social media. Yeah, that, I don't believe none of them. That's great. You got a jet pull up. Right. All right, bet. <laughs> it kind of remind me of that Kevin Hart. Temecula. Oh, what are we going to say? Oh, no, I was about to say it kind of remind me of that Kevin Hart skit where uh, I think he got mad at somebody on Christmas. So he said, I'm going to take all this Christmas decoration down. <laughs> he started going around taking it down. And after a while, he didn't get mad. Yeah. Where it's kind of like, man, this shit is stupid. <laughs> like, that's at that point, by the time you fly somewhere and get there. Yes. You kind of like, eh, like the what the fuck am I doing? Is Conor McGregor who flew cross country to throw a damn dolly at Khabib's bus and hurt people? I don't see that whole thing was funny to me too. Yeah, but uh, yeah, um, I have nothing else to say about that shit. I just think it's funny all the flexing and the fake posturing on social media, like you gonna fight somebody? Ain't nobody really fighting out Sit here. Sit your no ass more. down. Yes, <laughs> fights ended when World Star got really big. Nobody wants to get an ass whooping on tape. Yeah, ain't no, man, <laughs> people rather sh- kill somebody yes, in life yes. before they get their ass whooped on. You will get camera. shot or stabbed before you catch a fade and get knocked out on social media. Yeah, but now it is time. Uh, movie reviews, TV reviews. Let's talk about it. It's gonna be me uh-huh. and Figgy's nerd asses. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go talking um, about take a bathroom. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You ain't you ain't gotta you ain't gotta. Uh, nerd it up with us but so uh, the new Avengers what might be the last Avengers movie I don't know mm-hmm. but Avengers Endgame has released um, I think we should give like a spoiler free review first and then get into it later but mm-hmm. um, I'll give my review first I saw it on Thursday night I got a ticket kind of at the last minute on like the day before I'm shocked you seen it Thursday night me too because I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect to and I got mad because a bootleg dropped right before after oh, I bought really? the ticket uh, so I'm like is it clear is the bootleg clear you could tell it's somebody holding up a camera but the camera videos look a lot better than they used to man like oh, it's yeah, pretty good quality now okay. it's not like a DVD but it you could see and hear what's going on yeah I got the fire set so I'm gonna pull it up at home yeah. and watch it again nah you should man it's good quality <laughs> but I did see it on opening night it is a long ass movie it feels like a long movie and to be fair um, I don't think it's a great action movie but I think it's a great movie for people who have watched a lot of Marvel movies, mm. if that makes sense. Because mm. there's a lot of East, like a, a fan service, a little, hey, remember this? Hey, remember that? Yeah. They, they, they relive certain situations, and it's fun to see. Um, there's a lot of fun stuff for people who love Marvel movies. So if you love a Marvel, if you've seen all of them, you're going to love this as much as you loved any of them. Mm. Uh, but if you don't know any of that shit, you're not going to like this movie, honestly. Probably <laughs> not. It don't. It doesn't really get hype until the last 30 minutes or so of the movie. The rest of it is just kind of, I don't know. But um, I, I liked it. The end is really emotional. Grown men cried. So <laughs> prepare for that. But I enjoyed it. Figgy, you saw it with the wife. She yes. loved it. What would you think about it? Uh, I loved it, man. I loved every bit of it. Um, I thought it was a little more action. I I the action that was in it was like intense. It was dope. That's I true. think it was totally worth worth it instead of having action all throughout the movie. I think that last part was totally worth it. Yeah. 
But um, I enjoyed it, man. I think it was way, uh, well worth the wait. <laughs> and um, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. It wasn't the dull part. I was a little bothered by people complaining about it being a three-hour movie mm-hmm. and uh, how they got an app on that that will tell you when to go to the bathroom and all that shit. Yeah. I'm like, damn, you can't sit through a three-hour movie? I mean, to be fair, if you're drinking soda... Like, you're going to have to pee at some, some point during a three-hour movie, They got movie, some man. bad bladders, man. You, you think so? Yeah. You can't, take a, a you, can't take a, you can't take a road trip for three hours? Usually, you have pit stops to go pee. Three, three hours? You can't sit in the car and ride for three hours without stopping? It, it depends for me. Maybe my bladder's fucked up, man, <laughs> but I w- if I was taking a... It depends, honestly. But like I said, like the if context... You just, if you in the car and you just get a soda or mm-hmm. some type of juice... You can't ride for three hours without stopping? Honestly, man, I don't know. I might have to stop, honestly. Maybe my man, bladder's fucked up, but I'll probably have to stop during that three-hour thing. It, man, I didn't work the show here for four hours without yeah. going to the bathroom. Like, people was complaining like this movie was like six hours. Like, it needed it need um, intermission in the middle and all that shit. Yeah. Like, I sat through that movie with no problem. So, I got like, to pee once, but <laughs> I do... I think if you're drinking like a big gulp or something, if you, you gotta you, really you, be you, drinking. You you think you gotta? I don't know, man. You really gotta maybe, be maybe drinking. My to be, just fucked up because I'm older. I never even. But, I, I I went. I never left a movie theater that like, damn, I gotta pee. Like, man, I'm gonna miss the movie. I I maybe did that like one time, and it was a movie that I really didn't care for. Where I, you know, I was kind of want to get out the movie theater a little bit and to go pee. Okay, but I would sit through a whole movie. That okay. three-hour movie, I don't know. It, it, to me, it wasn't a big deal. And I ain't see a lot of people walk out either. Okay. But people was just making a big deal like, oh, yeah, make sh- don't drink not- nothing the whole day. And yeah. People like, are just goofy on social media, though, just, man. You got to remember like, that. Man, like, it's just a little three-hour movie. It's yeah. Because a lot of the movies used to be about two and a half hours anyway. I think movies start shortening up like music. They start being about an hour 20, hour 30. So, I don't know. It wasn't a big deal to me. That- I think movies have actually gotten longer. Do you? Yeah. I think mm. all... Remember, the last Avengers movie was like two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah, those movies are long. So, but like an average movie, like a horror movie... Oh, yeah. Those usually are usually be, short. Yeah. yeah. but I think a lot of action movies are like at the two hour plus mark now. Really? Okay. Which is kind of crazy, but yeah. But, yeah, anyway, um, I thought the movie was good. Um... I enjoyed every bit of it. Um, yeah, like you said, the the, the end was a tearjerker. <laughs> uh, I, I, those type of movies, I love sitting there watching the crowd reaction, hearing the crowd reaction. Just it was a lot. It was a lot more cheering than I thought. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people seeing. Uh, I forgot who who they seen, but they just start clapping. Oh, I think it was like Captain Marvel came out and they, oh yeah. Come on, man. Captain Marvel, she had one movie. Yeah. (laughs) And she getting applause for coming through. She was in it for like 15 minutes overall. Yes. Then that might have been pushing it. Yes. But, but, um, yeah, I I love watching the crowd reaction. The, uh, obviously the sad part, everybody, (gasps) I heard a whole bunch of sniffing and yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, this is crazy. So, um, I enjoyed the movie, though. I'm, I'm, I'm going to see it again. Okay. So, let's talk about the spoilers real quick. So, if you guys did not see this movie, 
Skip past this part. Skip ahead uh, like a couple minutes ahead from this part on. Yes. If you want to save the surprises for a little bit later. Yes. As Jasmine comes in right, we're going to get into spoilers. <laughs> but, um, yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, skip for about three minutes ahead, and we'll we'll be talking about some other bullshit. Yeah. But, so, spoiler alert is done. So, Iron Man, Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. dies at the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. Captain America uh, goes back in the past and lives a full life and is now an old man. So he is kind of out the franchise. He gives his shield to Anthony Mackie, a.k.a. the Falcon, who is apparently the new Captain America, <laughs> which means we have a black Captain America and a black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, And also Black Widow died, but nobody liked her anyway, so nobody cared. <laughs> uh, so what... D- Figgy, be real. Did you cry when Iron Man died? I teared up a little bit. I teared up a little bit. Just to, and I kind of knew he was. I I knew either Captain America or him was gonna die. Yeah. So when I seen that part, I kind of knew what it was. Mm-hmm. But just everybody reaction around me and just how quiet it was, it kind of made me tear tear yeah. up a little bit. Where I'm like, dang, like man, don't kill him off like this. Mm-hmm. And um. Uh, I, I, I like the way he went out, though. He Me put the too. glove on. He said, I'm Iron Man. Yep. And snapped. snapped his finger. And I, when I seen that, I kind of knew what it was. I'm like, oh, he, he went out like that. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently that's how he first got his start. He said the same thing. I'm yeah. Iron Man. At the end of the first move, that's what he said. Yeah. So um, I thought that was dope. But after that, I was, I was, a, little, I was a little sad. I was sad on that part. I was sad on the part. Uh, I, I can't remember her name, but the girl who sacrificed herself. Yeah, was that Scar Black Widow, Scar yeah, Johansson? Yeah, I I I, t- I think I teared up more on that part. Really? Yeah, she was a Be- pog. That's why huh? bad white bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, big old titties. No, nah, I was just thinking if I was in that situation, if I wanted to sacrifice myself for my woman, mm-hmm. and we going back and forth, and she do it. Mm-hmm. Like how would I live with that? Like how how could you live with that if the person you love just you know sacrifice herself? Yeah, and you got to go back into this world without her. So I was just thinking, I'm like, damn, that's deep, man. Deep into it, man. Th- that that was deep. Niggas think it's just capes and niggas flying around, man. Nah, I know, I know. Some deep shit going on here. Yeah, it's 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 deep, man. That part got me, and then obviously, um, well, not obviously. The uh, Captain America part when he was yeah. older, I'm like, damn, that's it, like that, that's it because because I was kind of getting tired of him a little bit, mm-hmm. but um, right there, I think that was probably the perfect ending, where you know he lived his life, he gave the shield to um, Falcon, so um, yeah, that part I ain't tear up on that part, but I was kind of like, damn, man, like this a good ending, but I'm kind of sad because yeah. it's, it's about to be over. They went through so much. So, uh, yeah, that was a couple sad parts for me. It, it was definitely sad, man. I, I got a little missy. I ain't going to lie. And the <laughs> thing is, like, I'm like you. I knew it was coming. Yeah. Because, and even if you follow these things, you especially know, like, something was going to happen here. Because Robert Downey Jr., a few years ago, signed, like, a three-movie contract. He extended his contract for only three more movies. They said there was going to be no more Iron Man movies which is a big red flag. And then they say he's going to be in three movies. He was in Civil War, Spider-Man, and the new Avengers, which is like two, but they were filmed at the same time, so they count as one. Mm. And that was it. 
Mm. So I'm like, okay, so he's probably going to die at the end of this one. But when it happened, man, I'm like, damn, they really <laughs> killed him. Yeah. So, yeah, the way the way he died was really perfectly done, man. It Me couldn't too. be done any better. I did think the Black Widow death could have been done a little bit better. I think it was goofy to have them fight for so long and it was like I'm going to kill myself no I'm going to kill myself no I'm going to kill myself it yeah. got a little bit goofy mm. but uh, I think when that happened and their reaction to it was pretty nice touch um, but yeah the, the Captain America thing we all knew he was dumb because he had been talking about you know being this being the end of the ride and all these interviews came out um, I'm surprised they left him alive but I do like how they Gave him a good happy ending. Yeah. So I thought that was a nice touch. I'm not big on him making Falcon the Captain America, <laughs> not because he's black or anything. It's just the character is boring. Mm. And he hasn't been in a whole lot of movies. He's only been in the Captain America movies and he hadn't done a whole lot of shit in there. He's a sidekick, basically. Yeah. He was Captain America's black buddy. And now <laughs> he's Captain America. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. So I say that to say, like, I'm not really excited about any Marvel movies after this now, honestly, because mm. Tony Stark was like the dopest one to me. Yeah. And now he's dead. Captain America was cool too. He had good movies. He's gone. And black Panther. Eh, like I'm going to go probably, see another black Panther. I, I probably will, but I just feel like it's going to be the typical Marvel movie. Like what new can you do a black Panther? Honestly, Killmonger was dope and they killed him. Yeah. yeah. So what new can you do at this point? How would you feel if they bring him back? Who? Killmonger. Killmonger. I think it's corny. Now, <laughs> like I know it's contradictory, but it's like they yeah. killed him off and made it obvious that he died and gave him a dope death speech. And now you're going to bring him back because you want to sell more tickets for your movie? Like, I, I th that would be corny, too. <laughs> so I, I'm not going to say I'm not going to see it, but I'm not a whole lot. Like, I remember when the first Avengers movie came out and we were hyped for the next wave of movies, you know, yeah. cause it's like they finally together. Yeah. At the end of this, I'm like, Oh, this is it. Yeah. The fucking guardians of the galaxy and the fucking, uh, Falcon black Panther dude. And the, uh, uh <laughs> dude with a metal arm. Spider-Man's cool. I'll probably watch Spider-Man. That, there, that there, movie look good. That, it does. That trailer look good. It does. But everything else, I'm just like, I kind of feel like it's the end for me too because when these movies first came out, I was like, what, in my early 20s? Mm -hmm. It's been mm -hmm. 10 years. So now mm -hmm. I kind of feel like this is me growing out of movies now yeah. too because, you know, the old niggas are dead yeah. and the new younger dudes are in there now. It's kind of like a TV show. It kind of mm -hmm. is, yeah. man. The series is over and it's kind of like you done with it. Exactly. You don't want to see no spinoff or nothing like that. It's like, that's it. It's a good ending, and it's a 10-year buildup, man. They yeah. played it perfectly, I think. Yeah. So, like I said, if you're not into these movies, you probably won't like this movie. But yeah. if you're into them, you will love this movie. If you could um, give somebody Captain America shield, who would you give it? Who who you think should be the next Captain America, if not Falcon? Uh, or is that kind of like a question that's like, I uh, can't I really be I mean, answered? Out of, out of who they have now? Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm trying or to like. I'm, I'm trying to think who will fit that. I don't think nobody will fit that. Nah, nobody. It gotta be. It gotta be a lame like uh, Falcon though. Nah, I, Thor I, not, can't. Thor, yeah. Thor. No, it had it had to be Falcon. Yeah, like, that's and, what I'm like saying. even in the comic books, this happened. Like they made Falcon and Captain America for a while. But my thing is, the character in the movies is just boring. Yeah, he's not anybody you get excited to see a new movie for. 
Yeah. So that's my only thing. Like you could have, if you knew this was coming, you could have built the nigga up a little bit. Yeah. Maybe have him survive the snap and have him be more in this one. So yeah. it makes more sense for him to be the new Captain yeah. America. Yeah. I didn't. still didn't even know who he was. Like a lot of people don't. The yeah. nigga with wings, basically. Yeah. That's why I was like, <laughs> damn. Like I mean, it was good to see you know a black person get the shield. Yeah. But. I still don't know who that person is. Like, at least we know most of the other characters. He was just always around. Yeah. And I never knew what he did. And he <laughs> and he was always getting his ass whooped some, somehow. And I mean, he wasn't like the man that come through and saved the day like yeah. that. He's so. just a nigga with guns and wings and shit, but yeah. whatever. I'm happy for Anthony Mackie. At least he working. Yeah, um, I, I do bring like back Blade. Yeah, back to the um, movie though. I do like the part where everybody came back. Yeah, it was like ready to fight. I'm like, oh shit, because when I first seen Black Panther come through, him and his sister, I'm like, oh shit, oh yep. shit. And then somebody else came through. Doctor Strange came mm-hmm. through, and then this person came through, and this person came through. It was like a fucking Street Fighter. Yes, pick your <laughs> pick your player <laughs> moment. And that was dope because like. Every Avengers movie, that's what we want to see. You know, yeah. we want to see them all fighting. And that's what people were kind of disappointed in the last one. Yeah. Because you saw them fight separately yeah. in different groups, but they didn't all fight together. Yeah. And this one finally brought everybody. Oh, sidebar, I don't like Captain Marvel. <laughs> I don't like this girl. Like, she, Brie Larson annoys me. And I felt like they made this character, like, it's kind of like how the Justice League makes no sense because Superman can do everything by himself. So yeah. why doesn't he fucking Batman and Wonder Woman on the team? Yeah. I feel like if you're going to have a character like her to be super powerful, like she she was beating Thanos' ass. Yeah. So I'm like, she why did ha- they yeah. even need to have this whole big battle when one person giving the the chick, oh, but she had to be missing for the whole movie because yeah. she had to go, man, get the fuck out of here, dog. Yeah, where it was made she no at? Sense. They, she went to another planet. <laughs> and that's all she they said. Yeah, that so, was the part that threw me off because I kid you not. I asked my wife. I'm like, where is where is she at? Yes. Like two or three minutes later, she, oh, who is that shooting? Where is yeah. she shooting? And she just came out of nowhere. I'm like, ah. Oh. But where was she the whole movie? That's, is my question. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She was like, I might be gone for a long time because I got to go be a space cop. I'm like, bitch, what we're doing here is a little more important. We're trying to save our fucking lives. (laughs) (laughs) This shit really made no sense, man. So I I don't really like her. I don't feel like she earned her place in in this franchise Just come out of nowhere to save the day. whoop everybody's ass. I don't think she earned that. So I'm not big on that either. But whatever. How how you feel? We talked about this a little earlier. Mm -hmm. How you feel about the whole all the superhero women? Oh God! <laughs> that that was the scene I feared was gonna happen, but at least they didn't have them like beat Thanos. Yeah, that, that's what I really would have hated oh, if they man. had like the black ball one from Wakanda come and beat his ass. I would have been like, get the fuck out of here, man. But I I knew it was coming, but I still got like. Uh, I cringe when it cheesy. happened. They're like, "We got this, ladies," and all the ladies come through. It's like, man, this is a fucking war. Y'all got time to fucking band up just the women and fight everybody? Like, get the fuck out of here, man. It, it was cheesy, but whatever. It was a small part. I kind of the movie. like that part, but I I knew what they was doing. Yeah, in this day and age, it felt like a Charlie's Angels, like the remake when, yeah. <laughs> when they all get together and start kicking ass. Yeah. That's what it felt like. But whatever. Yeah, 
I'm not surprised that it happened. I'm I'm glad it was like a small part and it wasn't like over the top. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie. My first um, um before this movie dropped. I thought it was going to be like Ant-Man sa- saving the day. Yeah. I did not want that. Just yeah. Ant-Man coming out of nowhere being Thanos. <laughs> so uh, it's better than I thought. So I, I'm cool with that. Long as Ant-Man ain't come out of nowhere. Yeah. Because remember throughout the movie, we like, damn, where's Ant-Man? Where's Ant-Man? I thought he was going to come out of nowhere and, <laughs> and then beat Thanos. And step get on small. him and that, that's it. Yeah, get small, get inside his head and yeah. beat his ass somehow. <laughs> but That would be hilarious. I actually would have loved it that happened. That would have been funny <laughs> as hell. But having Iron Man do it made the most sense. And, yeah, it was a sad send-off, but it had to happen. And, uh, yeah, great, great, great wrap-up for a good 10 years plus of movies at this point. So, yeah, yeah. check it out. You know, we all recommend it. You're going to see it anyway, so get the fuck out of here. I just want y'all to know that as equally as you talk about great Game of Thrones fans and how they shun you when you don't mm-hmm. watch it, that's how I feel really? when Marvel movies come out. Okay. You, don't watch, you don't watch the Avengers? Da, 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 da. That's how so, everyone treats people that do not keep up with this. See, I don't do that. Yeah. Because... I understand. I was that person who wasn't watching it either. Mm-hmm. So I, to me, I would sh- shun people if they never seen Friday. Yeah. Or coming to America. Yes, mm-hmm. you deserve shunning for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boys in the hood, stuff like that. I, a baby, baby boy, or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Where I feel like whatever quote we throw out, you should know. Yeah. You know I mean, like if I throw out the coming to America quote, you should be like, oh yeah, I know. And and we start talking about the movie. Yeah. Marvel, I feel like, I feel like that's more of a popular thing right now. I, we talked, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but um, I feel like that's just the popular tr- trend now because you see a lot of women saying, "Oh yeah, yes. Marvel." They, they all kept, they all up to date with Marvel mm-hmm. now with the with the Avengers and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think they worse than um, Game of Thrones fans. Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones fans was like, I don't know, it look you up and down like, oh, yeah. you don't watch Game of Thrones or, and they throw out all these quotes yes. that you don't know all these names. <laughs> like, some, uh, what was the name somebody said? Uh, what did Sean say? Um, he said, uh, what did he you were me? like a uh, 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 brand, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Somebody tweeted me that. Yeah, I didn't know what the fuck they was talking about. So I think that part is so silly because I don't go around tweeting, I mean, uh, telling people, oh, yeah, you're like so-and-so. Yeah. I think the most popular one is Thanos. Yeah. People say, oh, yeah, you about to snap his finger like Thanos. Mm-hmm. or oh, A lot of people been quoting that as of a year ago, I think. But I think, well, to Jasmine's point, uh, number one, I don't shun anybody who doesn't watch the Marvel stuff because I'm trying to be that person who doesn't watch the Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a recovering nerd who's trying to get out this shit. <laughs> but it's hard because some of my nerd friends pressure me into watching it shit again, <laughs> so I end up watching it anyway. But um, the difference between Game of Thrones fans, I don't think people who like Marvel movies act like they're the greatest movies ever made. Yeah, They're not yeah. going to say it's better than, like, Godfather 2. 
Yeah. But I, Game of Thrones fans swear that this show is the best TV show ever made. All time, yeah. Yes. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Breaking Bad better, The Wire's better. There are better written, better <laughs> acted shows on TV than Game of Thrones. Let's be honest. But they act like it is like the end-all, be-all of great television. Yeah. Whereas the Marvel shit, like we know is like goofy superhero stuff. Some people do take it too seriously. I, I, Maybe I think, I'm around the people that take it very seriously. Yeah, you're around some nerd I, girls. I think people... Um, <laughs> I think people argue more with like the whole DC versus Marvel thing. Yes. I think that's more of an argument than like, oh, you don't watch Marvel? What? Like it's because it started off as more of a nerd thing. Mm. Like it, you probably wouldn't even tell people you into it that much. Yes. But now it's like I said, it's so popular. I think the people that's not really nerds are the ones that could be like, oh, you don't really watch that. You don't watch that. You tripping, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, like I said, I think it's more of a, um, I think it's more of a um, Game of Thrones thing yeah. to kind of shove it in your face, like, oh, you don't watch this, and what type of person yeah. are you? Yeah, I, I think there's annoying people on all. It kind of made me not want to <laughs> watch it because no. I honestly been trying to watch it. I got the like um, episode five, mm-hmm. and like I said, I, I'm struggling, man. I, I, I turn it on. I'll be looking at my phone a little too much. I'm trying to follow it. But uh, people keep telling me once I get through season one. Yeah. Then it, I, it starts off slow, man. It just get through the first season. That's all I can yeah, say. It's if you a don't struggle, like it man. at that point, yeah. it, it, it starts off slow, man. I was the same way, honestly, because I'm not into that type of thing either. The fantasy dragons <laughs> and shit. Yeah. But it, it, it does. It does get better, man. Okay. I like the little kid king. Uh, <laughs> Joffrey, he's hilarious to me, man. But um, I think you'll like it if you get past season one. But okay. I don't know. It is it is a, a, a very time uh, constraining to watch that whole thing because it's a fucking lot of episodes. But I think that's about it on our nerd shit. Yeah, not for that for the podcast. That was more than three minutes. So if y'all <laughs> yeah. if y'all skipped ahead and heard we said that somebody died, then whoops. Too bad. Just go see the damn movie. Yeah, just see the fucking movie, man. Another thing. Okay. <laughs> another real quick rant. And another thing. Pe- people who get upset about spoilers, look, I feel like I'm not going to be somebody to take joy in spoiling somebody's experience. I think that's corny. Mm-hmm. But when something comes out, people want to talk about it. Yeah. Social media is there for people to talk about shit that just came out. Yeah. Y'all live tweet every TV show, but for some people reason. people complain about that. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> I DVR'd it. Get the fuck off of Twitter. If it come on live, no, no, it's not spoiling it. Yes. Yeah, nah. Some people want you to wait a whole day for the people who haven't watched it yet. Okay, people have some self-control, okay? You know <laughs> if something came out, people are going to talk media, about yeah. it, and they're going to yeah. talk about the ending probably. Yeah. So if you don't want any of that, if you don't want to have it spoiled for you, stay off until you see it. Yeah. Just stay off. Or hurry up and see it. Yes. Like, I, I know people got shit to do, but like, can't the world can't stop because of you. Yes. Because of your life. I mean, no, nobody say that shit about basketball spoiling the uh, scores and all yeah. this other shit. Some people shit. get mad people, about that too. People, they do. They need to stay off. Like, turn your notifications off. Don't go on Twitter. And once you get home, you watch the game. Like, and the world can't stop for y'all. Yes. 
people, the, the whole spoiler thing is getting annoying. Like we want to talk about the movie already. If you, if we've seen it, so watch the movie or stay off social media until you've seen it. Is yeah. that simple? Yeah. Once it, yeah. Once it come out, because like I saw it Thursday. Yeah. And I wanted to be fair and not say shit mm-hmm. Thursday because technically it's supposed to come out Friday. I, I guess Friday was the official date. So. After this weekend, man, I I could I should be able to talk about it if After I want to. After this weekend, we're all talking about Tony Stark. Yeah, that's, <laughs> okay. that's what I'm saying. We've y'all a whole th- four yeah. days. And I kind of did the same thing when we went to to the premiere to see us. Like it was, you know, we saw it Wednesday, mm-hmm. so technically it's not out. So to me, I'm being fair by not. Sharing it, yeah, yeah, but fr- after Friday, after Saturday, like, come yeah. on now, like, it, it, after a while, it is fair game. Yeah, y'all. I could, I could be able to make a post and say, "Damn, that's crazy," mm-hmm. without you saying, "Don't spoil it." Yes, like, I can't talk about the movie because your your ass is too busy to see yes. it. Yes, mm-hmm. stay off social media for a day, y'all. It's not gonna kill y'all. That's what I do when I know something's out and I haven't seen it yet, but I do want to see it. Mm-hmm. I just log off of Twitter. Exactly, yeah. it's not that hard. It's not hard yeah. at Jasmine all. Can teach you a, a, a class. <laughs> on it yeah she's um, the king of logging off not saying shit. Have, uh, turn off your notifications and all yeah. that social media i'm actually on social media now and jay-z seems to have brought out nas at this hey, website hey, oh man hey, i need to hear that yeah. freestyle he actually right? the nipsey hustle freestyle or what freestyle? yeah they said he got he he did an unreleased freestyle yeah he did one in honor of nipsey tonight and he also brought out nas i'm seeing so i wish i was in new york i know ryan <laughs> for sure yeah <laughs> I'm looking at the what? lyrics. They got what? a hat. Huh? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. There's also a hat that says make chips for a dollar again. I thought that was uh, funny. <laughs> what do y'all think uh, the best Jay-Z and Nas collaboration was? Was it Black Republican or Success? I like Success. Me too. Yeah. Just Blaze. Yeah. Yeah. I Black l- Republican I was a kind of a letdown, honestly. It was. Mm. It was. Yeah, I, you liked I think, it? It was all right. I think people mm. was hyped because that was the first yes. Jay-Z and Nas song. Yeah, and but, it sounded so epic when it started. Oh yeah, it <laughs> took about one minute to somebody to go in. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that song was. I, I actually like that song, but it's not better than success. Yeah, success is hard. Hope it is success. I'll watch that. I'm gonna watch that as soon as I get home. Probably, hopefully, at least on the internet. I mean, I will get a title subscription and watch it legally. What the uh, the the B sides concert? Mm-hmm. It's on title. Probably you know the last it. one was. Mm. They live streamed the last one on title, so I'm pretty sure this one was too. I don't see it. But um, oh really? Well shit, I don't know then. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's not. I don't know. Oh, but um did anything else happen this week? I think that about wraps everything up. Yeah. Oh yeah. We can talk about this real quick. Chris Brown and Nikki going on tour. Yeah. Oh yeah. How do you feel about that? Mm. Mm. I think it's <laughs> the best thing she could have done. Okay. Um, for those that aren't fans of Chris Brown, I would um I'm gonna agree with him and say that this is the best thing he probably could have done too. Yeah. So I'm going for Chris. Oh, so you're gonna go? Oh yeah, if I get free tickets. Okay. <laughs> I probably wouldn't pay. I didn't go to Heartbreak on Full Moon and that was the first tour I've missed in a while. Because oh. honestly, after the party tour I told myself that I was not paying to see Chris Brown again. Why is that? Why? Because I've been going since he's been running it and Which- I just feel like you're a fan though. You yeah, gotta pay. You gotta support. Do. You a stand. That's what stands do. Yeah, stand but, support. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen every single show that he's had to offer. 
that has been in my city. You got to see every single backflip he does. Okay, <laughs> you cannot beat. miss one. Okay. <laughs> yes, but no, I um I I'm annoyed by it. I can't why? lie because I just why like why? Who okay? Let, let's be fair. Yeah, because of Nikki. <laughs> who who is more controversial here in terms of pairing with somebody, Ooh. Nikki or Chris Brown? Um, I I think Nikki would be criticized more for going on tour with Chris Brown than Chris Brown would be for going on tour with Nikki. I can agree because like the Latin, I didn't go to Heartbreak on a Full Moon, but the party tour, it was filled with people that didn't have to be there. Mm-hmm. Like just to fill the, sh- and then it still didn't show, you know, sell out in certain cities. Mm-hmm. So I think both, I think they're doing it for helping each other. They do have songs together. So I get yeah. why it makes sense. But as a breezy, as a team breezy fan, I just don't, team I just, breezy fan. I just really feel like I'm not, that's not the energy I'm moving on. I don't care about Nikki right now. And okay. I would probably leave if I had to pay for the <laughs> ticket. Wow. I just, no, if I pay, I'm I'm kidding. If I paid, puts, I would stay. If be, I bought, got tickets, then I would I would probably leave. From what I've seen, Nikki puts on a pretty good show. Let's be fair to I've her. I've seen her, though. Okay. And it, I've seen her with with Meek. And I mean, at the time, I was I was on board with Nikki. I was on no, and it wasn't that great of a show to me then either. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I would I I would prefer to see Meek alone. I would prefer to see them separate, like alone, to see how they did by themselves versus them together, because okay. it wasn't that great of a show together to me. Okay. But um, yeah, I, I really don't know. I haven't even listened to the song that they have out just because I don't know how to feel about this. Wow, that's 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 like an extreme take, Jasmine. I just have to get to the root of your Nicki Minaj hate. Like, why are you so like the Cardi stuff is in the past now? Let's be real. Like, I, are you still been out of shape over that? It's not over the Cardi stuff. It's over the like just how she went about all how how she goes about everything in general. Like, for you to be this predominant figure in hip hop, I just feel like everybody's different, but. Y- you just need to give off a little bit better energy than you do. Like you, like I just don't, I don't know. I just don't see how she expects people to continue to support her. If you're ugly to everybody that ever comes out, like with the Megan, the stallion stuff, like apparently she had stuff to say about her and it's just like, why? Like they're not doing anything to you. Nikki. I mean, Cardi wasn't doing anything to her when she first came out either. I just don't appreciate the women on. I feel like I'm equally not supporting women when I say that I don't really care for Nicki Minaj, but I just don't support, like, don't say anything at all if you don't have anything nice to say at all. Like, just stop. Fair enough. And she doesn't know how to stop, in my Fair opinion. Fair enough. She hasn't assaulted anybody and gone to jail for it, but that's a whole nother. I'm just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. You don't have to get one in. I have to get one in. So, uh, Figgy, would you go to this show? Yeah, I would go to it, man. Okay. I think we should all make a, uh, uh, we should all go to this show. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we should. I think I don't know. I mean, I never seen the Nicki show live or anything like that, but I feel like she will put on a good show. Me too. And she she got some songs. Mm-hmm. It's not like she don't have anything. She you might see a titty fall out too. Yeah, like she <laughs> look. She got some songs. She got some features. So it will. It will. I think it'll be a dope show. So um, it's just weird that. It's just weird to see people saying, "Oh yeah, I, you know, I'm leaving when her part come on." Or mm-hmm. it's it's not that se- to me. It's not that serious. I just sat through concerts of people I never even heard of. Yeah, 
And after that, end up becoming a fan. You know what I mean? Not saying that that will happen, but I think a lot of people, you know, they look at what Nicki been doing on social media. They look at the whole Cardi, Nicki beef. Mm-hmm. And they like, oh no, I ain't, you know. You have to choose sides. Yeah, you can't like, like she them probably, both. she probably, it'd probably be a decent show. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, I mean, it, to me, it would be worth staying for it to at least say I saw it. But yeah. um, I think people so extreme. It, it's just, it show you how much of fans people are uh, Chris Brown to stay for Chris Brown part and then leave on Nikki part yeah. or vice versa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just come late just to catch Nikki. Yeah, or or yeah, or it come late just to see Chris Brown or something, just to mm-hmm. try to skip all it. Like, just go to the concert. I admit to my bias. I didn't say I wasn't biased at all. Oh no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. It's just funny. This show you how big of fans um people are for Chris Brown. Because I'm tr- I'm trying to think of somebody I really like. If it was like Dipset, if Dipset had like some type of reunion, mm-hmm. and maybe somebody like a uh, I'm tr- I'm trying to think if it was somebody like a Travis Porter. Remember Travis Porter? Yeah. If they was opening up, like Travis I, Porter got some hits though, man. They, I would they, definitely stay for a Travis they Porter do, show. But I'm not like oh my god, like Travis Porter. I'm not like I'm not going to the bathroom when they come on, or yeah, I'm not coming late because they on. Like I just stay for the whole show. I might be like, damn, I remember this song. Damn, mm-hmm. it's like, like I feel like Nicki been around for a minute. She has some hits. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't like to say that, but she has some hits. She has some go. She has some pretty good features. So I don't know. I I, I think she'll put on a good show. We we gonna take a Jim and Juice field trip. Let's. I'm here for this. Nicki Minaj and Chris Brown. I'm here for this. Yeah, I, I will be booing loudly for Chris Brown. I don't Jim. want to buy you. Is somebody <laughs> else on that tour too? Uh, I don't know. Right. I didn't see. Okay. Go into depth about it. I just, yeah, this, I, was, this was a smart move by Nicki though. I think because, so. Because um, Future dropped out because they moved the tour. So yeah, yeah. allegedly. Mm, yeah, probably low sales, but hey. I think it, it. I think it will be interesting to see how they, um, how they set up the 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 set. Just because they're so big of artists, I like is Nicki headline. Like who's headlining the Nicki tour? Minaj's it's headlining. Nicki. It's yeah, Nicki's tour. I think it's her tour. Yeah. And I think it's wild to say that Chris Brown is an opener. So I just I I think I, it's interesting. I'll, I'll be intrigued to see how they're gonna frame yeah. the set because they have songs together. So I I know Chris is coming out during. It'll Nicki's. be like a. a a uh, uh, bootleg Jay Z and Beyonce tour uh, <laughs> on the run two <laughs> on the run one and a half. <laughs> yeah, fuck you! I thought that was funny. <laughs> anyway, I believe that about wraps it up for this edition of the podcast, y'all. Um, thank y'all. Anybody, my computer screen is fucked up right now, so I can't see who's in the Facebook. But if y'all been sticking it out, we appreciate it. Um, we'll probably have this if y'all want to check it out later on Facebook. Trying to upload to YouTube. We'll see how that shit goes. But um, is there anything else y'all want to hit on real quick? I think that might be about it. Oh, um, sorry. I know we just finished this, Go but ahead. I imagine that since they're going on tour, Chris Brown has an album come out, and I'm here for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be like 56 songs this time. Nah, he's going to cut it four down. Discs. He's going to cut it down for sure. <laughs> I'm kind of looking at a little article. It looked like they might be on stage together at some point too yeah I would oh, figure yeah. I would figure no a lot of people don't do that though a lot of people will have totally separate acts mm-hmm. oh, I mean nah. it just be a tour where you got Chris Brown shit and then his shit gone then you got Nicki shit 
and you know her shit done. Yeah. But um, like I said, you're gonna have to stay if you mm-hmm. want to see Chris Brown for real, for real. Right. <laughs> Unless for you real. just want to miss that part. Mm-hmm. Nah. <laughs> nah, we gonna make you stay. We gonna handcuff you. Yeah. Feet. You gonna come back? That was the one of the best. Con- that was better than Beyonce performance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might have to put this. And over I feel pants. like Beyonce. honestly, I don't know. I, that doesn't sit well with me at night. You should have called. Uh, I, I'm about to say you should have uh, talked to Jack. Because he did call you out on that. What? Oh, Pink. Pink. Being yeah, better than Beyonce. Back, yeah. He yeah, called me out when? Uh, on his podcast. Uh, we talked uh, about this last I, week. I, I, I didn't throw you under the bus, uh-huh. but I was like, we we're talking about the podcast. And we we're like, yeah, so my co-host on the Ginger Juice podcast, Jasmine, yeah. and he knew who you were, <laughs> yeah. uh, said that Pink is better than Beyonce, and they thought you were on crack. So mm. <laughs> I'm just playing. They just well, say no, that much. no, no, no. I, I, de- I, I see. I mean, I think it's the culture that we're in. Yeah. You don't pay attention to pink. Mm. We don't pay attention to pink. See, y'all, 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 y'all are the real racists. <laughs> nine times out of ten, you probably never been to a pink yeah, concert. Yeah, that's what we're to, saying, too. Yeah. They, they were like, oh, because she flips a lot. <laughs> no, nah, not even. <laughs> not they even. worded it, because Brandon Caldwell's on our podcast, too. He's pretty funny. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I might clip it out just so we could uh. Yeah, I got it here. I need, to, about it. I need yeah. to tune into that. Last up, um, I don't know if y'all saw this, but the skinny jean era is officially over. Is it? Yes. Wiz Khalifa, the man who pioneered, <laughs> he is something like the George Washington of the uh, skinny <laughs> jeans movement. He started, he was the first president of the skinny jeans club, 501 mm. Young himself. Uh, he tweeted uh, on April 24th, 24th, he said, no more skinny jeans. Y'all can still wear them. I just don't own any. Mm. So, Y'all can I think still wear it has taken a long time to get here, but have we finally put the skinny jean era to rest? Um, Are niggas able to get change out their pockets now? No, <laughs> I don't, right now, I don't think people is wearing skinny jeans um, because they see Wiz Khalifa at that moment wearing it. Yeah. I think they're going to wear it regardless. So... Uh, he might have started it. I don't know if I don't know if that's accurate or not. But if he did start, it, I don't think people in 2019 wearing it because of I don't think he started wigs. it. But I think he was one of the more famous people doing it. Like yeah. uh, nobody was wearing five on one Levi's really until Wiz Khalifa wore them and started singing about them. And then suddenly <laughs> they jacked up in price when you went to go buy them. Yeah. So he did have an effect on that. But yeah. He also gained weight too, so yeah, he got I mean, swole. He's been doing like fucking martial you. arts and yeah. shit, like MMA training and stuff. So remember yeah. back in the Dipset days where um, people used to try to clown Jim Jones for wearing skinny jeans. Yep. And when you look at it now, they really wasn't skinny. Yep. They was they, uh, that's when they, they started wearing the more XL. fitted. It was wearing the more fitted jeans, but mm-hmm. everybody don't tight ass jeans and blah blah blah. Like, if you look at it now, them jeans wasn't tight at all. <laughs> yeah, for New York, they were tight because they wear puffy jackets and fucking yeah. <laughs> Timberlands. During that time, too, everybody's still wearing the big, tall tees and shit. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Jim Jones is a pioneer, too, man. He is a uh, unsung hero of that fitted era. But we're finally out of it now, according to Wiz Khalifa. Anyway, <laughs> that's about it, y'all. We are yep. out of shit to talk about this week. What's up? No, I'm saying, yep. Let's get the fuck out of yeah, here. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Um, you can find me at Twitter at the Ryan Rocket, Instagram Ryan Rocket. You can find Jasmine at Chitty Chitty Bass 
I got it right this time. Ah, hey, yeah. you and, did last uh, time too, but yeah. I didn't. I don't, you know. I'm getting there. I'm getting, getting there. I'm getting there. You're going to change that I name. Gotta call you. Make it. I know I am. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I changed it the other day, but I was like, this is weird. This is weird. <laughs> I changed it back. back. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. You're so you close. I just changed it to my back. name. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It'll be easier to find you. But yeah. whatever. It's your I'll, choice. I mean, I will. Okay. Well, you'll, you'll get there. Yeah. Uh, you can find Figgy at the Figgy Fig on all social media platforms. Follow me, please. Yes. Follow my, my him. Followers going for up. more predictions. They're hitting him up for lottery picks since he predicted the Texans draft pick this week. So, <laughs> yeah. Check out Negro Domus. He, he, he is also the producer of the uh, In the Loop. Midday show on Sports Radio 610. So check that out. There's a podcast on sportsradio610.com. He puts his input in a lot, brings in the new music and shit, keeps them all hip and updated. So good show with him on, man. Check that out. And I believe that is it. So for the entire Gems and Juice crew, which is us three niggas, uh, that is it. (laughs) And and we'll catch y'all next time. I don't know why that was so funny.